We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, IB Nation? Welcome to yet another post-game show after a football game. Um, <laughs> that was a heck of a football game, start to finish. We've got plenty to talk about. We have been uh, licking our wounds, to say the least, over the last uh, 45 minutes or so, however long it's been since that game ended. What a way for it to end. Um, lot there's a lot to talk about and the the first thing I want to get out there and, you know, we'll talk some big picture stuff first. Um, Look, there's no moral victories. Like this is not, this is, we are not at the place with this team where you can be like, well, they played really well. That's a step in the right direction. This was a much closer game than if so-and-so. Yeah, no, you need to win. You You need to win that game. Period. End of discussion. They score. On the last play of the game with, you know, two, three seconds to go and they run right at a place where you don't have a defender. Like, yeah, that's inexcusable. It's not okay. And they, you know, to lose in that fashion after the way that game went start to finish is it's gut wrenching. That's the best way to put it. I haven't felt like this since it was like October 6, 2005, whatever the date was. It was October something when they when they, you know snatched victory away from the fear snatched defeated you know from the hands of victory against usc you know it, i was at the highest of highs bush pushes it, 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 it felt really that way didn't it like a lot last play of the game you, you think you've got it you think it's a win and all of a sudden it's not a win and that's this is the last time i felt like that um now at the end of the day it's a football game so everybody needs to take a breath before you say something in the chat yeah. that you may or may not regret. I want to, I do want to say that. We yeah. Can have a, wait, look, we can have a lively discussion about how this game went, positives, negatives. We can talk about that. That's what we do. That's that's why we're here. But let's not jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. folks? Be like, frustrated, guys. Be pissed off. Yes. Be grownups. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you. That's a great way to put it. Vince, here's what it comes down to for me in, in this game. You know, you talk about moral victories and look – I thought the Notre Dame kids played their butts off. I thought at times the coaches did some good things, some good calls. But at the end of the day, 
you didn't do what you needed to do when the games mattered most. And that's what football comes down to. And it's a coaching thing. It's a player thing. It's an everybody thing. Right. And right. that's what it comes down to is, yeah, Notre Dame's kids played their butts off and, and you want to tip your cap to them. You don't want to just come on here after a, heart, a gut wrenching loss and just bash them, you know, bash, them. you know, because you gave Ohio State, you, you gave Ohio State a, a hard game. There's a lot of good things they did in this game. But at the end of the day, I'm tired of I've said it for years, Vince. You've heard me say before, I'm tired of Notre Dame being an almost program. You almost beat yep. Georgia. You almost yep. beat USC in 05. You almost beat so-and-so. You almost beat so-and-so. You almost if this goes right, if this goes different, if you do this, if you do that. You know, boy, they could have won that game. Well, I'm tired of saying that. It's time to win these games. And the frustrating thing for me, Vince, is because for so much of this game, Notre Dame outplayed Ohio State. But when it came down to money time, they weren't able to make those plays. And they didn't make the calls. I mean, it wasn't just not making plays. It was it was, it was, was not putting your players in position to be successful. And we'll dive into to more of that when we get into the specifics of the offense and defense. But, you know, the reality is, is – is, all around when it came down to you know you're up 14 10 you make that fourth down stop and the offense and defense both had chances on the next two possessions to win the game and neither unit could do it you had chances throughout the game to do things because it's never comes down to like one play it's not just the third 19 that's a big part of it but it's it's all the little things that led up to that where you had those missed opportunities. When you play a team like Ohio State, you cannot afford to leave that many points on the field. Yep. Special teams missing a field goal, offense not making the plays they need to make. It, it was across the board. You can't afford to leave points on the board like that. And, and they were left on the on the board because of play calling. They were left on the board because of execution. It's it's not one of those things where all oh, the kids did everything they could. The coaches let them down. There's some stuff coaching wise I don't like, but there's also opportunities where calls are made, and you've got to freaking make that play. You got to make that block. You got to make that run. You got to make that catch. You got to make that throw. You got to make that tackle. You got to make that freaking field goal. You're three and seven on the year in field goals. Like very underwhelming special teams. There's just there was so much of that, right? But like, and here's the thing: like this season's not over yet, right? And, and we'll right. dive into that, no, but that's going, come, no. that's going to come to Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Tonight, it's about this particular game. No. And there just were, were so many times where, man, you, you tip your cap to Notre Dame's players. They came out and they played their butts off hard, like physical. They were, they, they were the physical, they were physical. They, you know, they were ready emotionally for this game. It, it, it wasn't that it just, you've got to learn as a football program, how to win these football games. That's what it comes down to. You've got to learn how to win these football games. And until you do, this is where we're going to be. We're, sure. we're going to be in these situations where, boy, you just, you know, they're, they're going to get respect nationally because of how hard they fought against Ohio State. I'm tired of that. Right. I'm tired of, 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 you know, getting the tip of the cap from people because you guys, boy, you guys played us tougher than we thought. I'm, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. It's time to win some of these games. And they had a chance tonight, guys. And, um, they couldn't they couldn't do it we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. My, my feelings got broke down to the two separate halves. The first half, it's about Notre Dame had so many opportunities to just kind of take control of that football game and just kind of front run. Like they had chances. You talk about the missed field goal. You talk about not converting on fourth down in the in the in the other territory. I mean, you talk about just kind of not sustaining and finishing drives in the first half. Second half, you come out and you play a lot better offensively. You play you you're finishing drives more consistently than the first half. But then when it came down to the crunch time in the biggest moments of the game, the money plays that we always kind of talk about, Notre Dame wasn't able to make those plays offensively. You weren't able to finish that last drive. You should have. And we'll talk more about that defensively multiple dropped interceptions in the second half. You weren't able to, I mean that last drive, everyone's going to talk about Kyle McCord, leading them down. And then the last two plays of the game, guys, the game should have been over multiple times before that last two play sequence. Like we'll talk about them only having 10 players on the field. The last two plays. I mean, obviously, but DJ Brown has interception attempt in that last drive. That was a very easy play, multiple interception attempts throughout the football game. Notre Dame did not make the big plays in the big moments, especially in the second half. And they wasted momentum in the first half, in my opinion. Like that's kind of how the game was kind of surmised in my opinion. And it's just a real shame because to your point, Brian, is that 
I came out of that – like, there was no moment during that football game where I was like, you know, Notre Dame did not play their butt off, right? Like, they played incredibly hard. They played physical. I thought guys battled, man. Like, I thought Pat yeah. Coogan played really well from what I saw yeah. him tonight. I loved what I, I saw from the line. They yeah. they fought their tails off. Like, they game. fought. The running backs ran their butts off. It was a tough sledding inside at times, right? Yeah. Like, Tyleek Williams played a good football game. We knew that their front seven was good. But the running backs ran hard. The offensive line played well. Defensively, for the most part, it was a good, really good defensive performance. It's just when the game mattered most, you weren't able to make those plays. And that's on the right. coaches. That's on the players. And it's just unfortunate that Notre Dame had a, had all the chances in the world to beat a really good Ohio State team, mm-hmm. and they yeah. fell short because they just didn't make enough plays. They didn't make enough plays, and they didn't make enough call, calls and clutch situations and on both sides of the ball. And so let Vince, let's dive into the offense, man. Let's kick things off with that. Let's get into this. Yeah. So, you know, they ended up with 350, over 350 yards of offense. Uh, you know, they were very balanced 175 pass yards, 176 rush yards. Um, you know, but offensively, the first half, you know, you hold Ohio State to three points. You've got to put points on the board too yeah. often. They, you know, stopped on fourth down twice in the first right. half. You know, you missed a field goal. This, you know, how many points did they leave? They only have three the possessions, field? Vince, in the, three, in the yeah. first half. Three possessions. They had a turnover on downs inside the 20, a missed field goal, 47 yarder. So it wasn't even like that long of a field goal. And then you punt on your third one because you, right. you know, you're back up what at your own one because you're, you, you know, they, they weren't willing to make that. You know, Sam had a chance to make that tough throw and then they get into another fourth down. Let, let's talk play calling wise. So th- this was a weird game. Because there were a lot of things I liked in this game, coaching wise. I love the way they used the two back stuff. I, I thought they did a nice job. You know, Ohio State was really keying on those downhill Audric runs. So in the second half, they put Jadarian and Jeremiah Love both in the game, let their speed kind of mix things up. And then you bring Audric back in, and the hammer starts having a little bit more room. Right. I thought they were leaning on Ohio State in the second half a lot better. Thought the O line was really starting to get a push in that game. I mean, you ran for 176 yards against Ohio State. You know, you went for 4.5 yards a carry, but all your running backs were over were five or ahead. Audric went four for 14 for 70. That was five point yards per play. Uh, Love and Jadarian Price were both over seven. Right. You know, um, you know, I mean, but at the end of the day, you you couldn't you couldn't make the play, you couldn't gain the yards you need to yard. And here, here's the problem that I have. You talk about play calling. So like there was a lot of things I liked tonight. I thought, you know, the way that they used the tight ends and and good lord, Mitchell Evans went off in the first half. And yes, uh, second half too. But you know, so there were a lot of things I liked to get them in position to where they were moving the ball up and down the field. I mean, down the field on Ohio State. I mean, your first drive of the game. You know, you, you you convert a couple third downs. You know, you have a great catch for Mitchell Levens. You're starting to get a little bit of a lean in the run game. You know, Mitchell makes a couple nice plays. You get into fourth and one, and, you know, you, you don't get it. I, I didn't hate the play call, but I didn't like it either. You know, I just kind of feel like you're leaning on him. You're Notre Dame. It's it's fourth, and, and I didn't think it was a very long one. You just want to kind of see something a little bit, either, you know, either give your back the ball and let him grind it or or spread him out and try to crease it or something. I didn't love that. And then the the, the one that really got me, guys, was the second fourth down in the second half. You've got fourth and less than one, and you try sneak. a quarterback yeah. sneak. You, like, yeah. like you've got the leading rusher in the country that weighs 230 pounds and he's built like a brick truck. And they have yet to stop Jeremiah Love and Jadarian Price or Jabron Payne in the second half. And you went quarterback sneak. 
Like that's the thing is like, yeah, you can, you can praise the play calling that got them to that situation. And there was some good stuff in there, but in that situation, you, you, you didn't make it just, I'm sorry. And it's not even a hindsight 2020 thing. It's like, yeah, it's kind of hindsight. You shouldn't, but if you're going to stop me, you're going to stop me because you, you were good enough to beat my lineman and stop Audric or, or Jadarian or Jeremiah. That's, that's what it's going to come down to for me. And they weren't able to do that. And and the, my frustrating thing I was curious about you guys is they they weren't very aggressive with their pass stuff in the first half, I didn't think. And there's a couple plays where maybe they had guys deep, but like everything was like quick and short. Uh, the Ohio State had some really nice uh, blitz packages out of empty where I didn't think Notre Dame had stuff built in to, to beat it if they brought more than they can handle. And, and that kind of stuff to me w- was frustrating because it's like you didn't have answers. You know, you, you got to know that when you go empty, Ohio State's going to bring somebody. That's what Jim Knowles does, and they didn't have answers for it. So there was, there was some stuff I liked tonight, guys, but there was a lot that I didn't like. And th- But it, I know, even within that, Vince, you and I were there, man. There were some, I thought, some windows to make yep. some tough throws in the first half down the field that they've got to be more willing to take. Like the the play to Rico where uh, second half where they people thought they should have thrown the flag. And I'm like, when the ball's not underthrown – it's going to be a little tougher to get that flag called. You got to throw that ball down there. Like there just were some plays like that where you just, it just fed into the the missed opportunities that they needed in this game. And um, you know, that was, that was frustrating and disappointing. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I, w- I was a, a positive is that some freshmen really came to play on the offensive side of football, especially, I mean, you talked about Rico with his big play, obviously for the touchdown, but I mean, he was, he had a he played a lot of football right. tonight. A he lot played. of football. Jaden Greathouse had a couple nice plays in the game, and a, a big one in the second half. Yeah. Jeremiah Love ran like an absolute dude tonight mm-hmm. when he got opportunities. He ran incredibly well. So there are positives to get out of this offensive performance, in my opinion. It's just anytime you have a 14-point outing and yeah. you're not able to finish games off, we're going to – put you under the microscope a little bit because there yeah. were a lot of missed opportunities. I mean, that's what it really comes down to offensively for me is that for the most part, I didn't hate a lot of the play calling sequencing. I really didn't. I thought there was a it lot was... of creative and good stuff, but in the moments that matter most, I always there go back to that. The fourth down plays, the short yardage plays. I'm just like, I don't like that call. Yeah. I don't think that that is a good decision in that moment. It wasn't that Jared Parker was bad throughout the night. I actually thought he was pretty good throughout a large right. portion of the night. It's just when it mattered most, he wasn't his best. Right, like Ryan. Like, that's what we say about players, right? Like, if you're a quarterback yeah. and you play well for three quarters, but you don't in the fourth, then it doesn't really matter, right, that right. you played well for three quarters. And that's the thing here, right? There was some really nice, like you said, sequencing that put them in position to – make plays that could have won the game. And then you got in those, those really big moments and, and you didn't, you didn't get it done. You didn't make the calls. And I, I, I go, you know, you just, again, you look at that fourth down call and you just, you run the sneak and, you know, Ohio state did well defensively, but there was just stuff there, you know, like the, and, and that, la- the last drive, I'm having a tough time with that last drive because the thing you say is, as well, like, look, if JT, does not make that play on that screen, it's going. But at the same time, it's kind of like, but but like I'm torn between okay, you're being aggressive there. You're not just running it and up the middle and sure. then let them call three yeah. timeouts and punt. I, I understand that. But it's just kind of like 
but then run the stuff that kind of got you there. If you're going to be aggressive there, run the stuff that got you there. I mean, like, right. But I, I mean, you know, I, I would have liked to, to, you know, hey, you know, you know, you know, what was frustrating about that last drive for me, Brian, is that in theory, I believe that, you know, just common sense wise, probably three plays, you probably punt, you probably waste the, the timeouts and you run the clock a little bit. But what mm-hmm. we had seen is that. Aldrich wearing those dudes down, man. Right. I, I really, I truly believe right. there's nothing to ever prove this, but I think that if you just would have stuck with what had just worked on that drive, that Aldrich would have ran that clock out. I really yeah. do. I think that offense would have ran yeah. the clock out. I, I truly do. I don't know why it was like a momentum building thing, right? Yeah. It was like he had just ran for a tough first down, broken a couple tackles, gets up, does the eat thing. I'm just like, that, that dude wants the ball, man. <laughs> like, just give him the Ryan, rock I, and you go away from him. The, the call I loved on that drive was the first one that got yeah. you that first first down. But I kind of felt like once you got that first down, because they were backed up. I understood that they're backed up at like what their own 11, I think, to start yeah. to drive. You know, you, you go three and they don't get the first down and then you're kicking from your own end zone. Like, I, I understand. But once you got that first first down, I just feel like and it's like okay. pounding it. Yeah. And they, yeah. they try they they tried to run the ball in that in that scenario. They tried to run the ball, but it was as Ryan pointed out in the in before we started, it was such a slow developing run play right. that it. it allowed penetration and Sam pulled the ball because he was afraid that if he handed it off, they were gonna fumble. I mean, yeah. or it he wasn't going to be was a gonna, chance to hand it off. Right. It was like it was going to be a muffed out, exchange. Like mess mess. Yeah. yeah. It right. was going to be a muffed exchange. And so he ate it. He made the right decision to eat it. He did. Right. I just don't like the play call because it was so right. slow developing because Ohio State was selling out on the run because they knew too, as soon as Notre Dame got that first down, they were going to run and then they were going to run and they were going to run a little more. Right. And it just it, obviously it didn't work out. They were able to call time out there, and then you're backed way up. You, you, I guess you could run the ball there to just to keep the clock moving. I leaned over to Sean Styers and I said, you know, I'm probably going to run the ball here, but if I'm going to throw it, I'm gonna. It's going to be a pass play that I know darn well is going to be completed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And their kid just made a really, really good play. I mean, yeah. end of the day, that kid made a hell of a play. You know yeah. that what that kept them in the game it wasn't the difference in the game but it kept them in the game because if notre dame completes that it's a first down like midfield yeah it's so frustrating though vince because he made a great play but you also let him make that play right like you did you ran a i just i hated that play call i hated it It was slow so slow developing on that run play or the screen the run play, the run yeah. play I'm oh, okay. talking about, where where he where Hartman had to end up keeping it because he was just going to blow up the mesh. I'm just like, you would just run downhill, quick, right. physical, and then you're like long developing. You know that Ohio State's bringing the sink at that point, yeah. man. Like they can't give up another first down. They're going to bring pressure. I hated that play. That was probably yeah. the play I hated most in that football game. I absolutely hated it. Hated yeah. it. Yeah. The, the, the 21 and – they ran 21 personnel. They ran 20 personnel. They ran 32 personnel at one point in time. And, you know, like I, I get like, yes, the stuff that you were doing out of that work, but you had just gotten in, you had just gotten in an, in 11 personnel or 12 personnel. You just had run inside zone. You just handed off the object. There's nothing cute. And he just ran for 12, just right down their throat, you know? And, and that's the thing you look at and say, you know, 
why 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 go away from it? Because they were really leaning on Ohio State in the second half, guys. I mean, they were sure. really oh yeah, back to back touchdown drives, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you know, if you want to give the ball to 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 one of those guys in that situation, I I get it, but do something that's maybe a an out, a buck sweep, an outside zone, maybe you know something like that. But I just I didn't understand that call and. You know, I mean, you look back and it's, you know, you lost the game, you start looking for reasons why, but it's just kind of like you you got the horse, man. Run them, ride them. And then you get in that second and 15, and it's kind of like, I don't know the screen right there. Again, if it hits, it's gone, man. But second and 15, you got to think they're kind of looking for that. Yeah. You know, and um, it's just one of those things where you just, the, the call didn't make a ton of sense to me. You know, especially you know, you're coming out of a timeout, and they had just used one. It's just man, but it, it, you tip it your cap also, to JT Ryan because he 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 did a great job on that play. Oh, JT Toyomola had made a, a big play in one of the, in the one of the biggest moments in the game. There's no yeah. doubt. You know what I didn't like about it too, though, Brian, is out there just the screen stuff. You also threw it to the short side of the field, so it's just like yeah. that was also an easier play for JT with a yeah. little bit of reduced space. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why not run that to the field if that's really what you're trying to do? Because maybe you get that ball out in front of them, and then you have a little bit more increased space and have an opportunity. I, I just, yeah, the sequencing of that left drive was a backbreaker for Notre Dame because yeah. then you gave Ohio State the ball back, obviously with over a minute left enough time you're under two minutes now so the clock stops with first downs you still have a timeout in your belt that was the that was the other frustrating thing was with that sequencing throwing the ball in that second and 15 incompletion that they also were able to keep a timeout under their belt as well so you even have to yeah. use the full three timeouts right because the, they had one left right so you run it yeah. there there's the ball snapped at 228 let's say you hand off and don't get it it's second down so yeah. when you run that third down play you know, you, you can run 40 seconds off the clock you know, after you run the football. And um, as we saw, Ohio State needed every second they could get at the end of the game. You know, you run three extra seconds off the clock, that's ball game right there. Yep. You know, and um, those are those are the moments. And, and, and you know Jared Parker's going to look back and, and, and any good coach is going to look back and, and think of 30 different calls he wish he would have done differently. Oh, of course. And, executed differently and all that kind of stuff. And it just, I just felt like guys, you were there. I mean, and Sam Hartman made some really good throws in this game and there were some opportunities he missed and all that, but I just felt like you were in that game with that lead because your offensive line was, was, was just really working Ohio yeah. state in the second half. And it's like, you're a trench team. That was the moment to prove that you're, you're a, a, a trench team. And they, they just, yeah. they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. And and you say, well, the better team didn't win. The better team always wins because the team that scored the most points is the better team. Right. It, what was frustrating is, is because, like you said, that, that Ohio State couldn't stop Notre Dame in the second half. Like they couldn't. And it just there were times where it's like, just why did you go away from that? You know, why did you go away from that? I mean, they're and and then last... if the, but if the screen works and you know it goes for thirty, we're all like, oh, what a great play call. I mean, I get that, I get that, but still, it's just like you got to play the odds at times, and you got to play the situations. And in that situation, guys, it just um, and, and I mean, the last the last two work. touchdown, the two touchdown drives in the second half. I mean, they threw the ball six times, six times total, in that, and he could he was five. Hartman was five for six uh, on those on those two touchdown drives. 
So what what does that mean that they were doing? Running the ball and running the ball effectively. You know what I mean? And when they had to throw the ball, he threw it, right? And he and they threw it, they threw it once on first down. They threw it on third down and five, completed for six. They threw it on second and eight, completed for 15, right? Then they score a touchdown. The next drive, it is second and seven. They complete it for 28. Third and 10, complete for 25. And then second and goal, you throw the touchdown pass. Like the last two drives, that, I mean, that's who Sam Hartman is, right? I mean, yes, he missed a few things earlier in the game. There's no doubt about yeah. it. But he had a running game he was able to lean on. And when they needed big money plays in the passing game, he gave it to them. And they went away from that formula on that last drive that could have put this game away. And that's the most frustrating thing for me because, you know, you can say, oh, we got this great quarterback and he's not making the plays. No, he made plays today. Right. And Ohio State did a good job of taking away the deep ball. I mean, they did. Right. I mean, at, at times, I mean, I didn't think they, they did enough to go there, Vince, because like you said, Ohio State was playing deep, right? They were playing to protect the deep ball. Correct. My thing is then there's stuff you do with the use that to then open up some other things in the intermediates and some some other opportunities. And that was kind of the thing for me is, I mean, just the personnel, the fact that they used Rico and Jaden Greathouse so much. Well, why are you using them so much? Because those are your short to intermediate guys. Right. Right. And and, and it's like, OK, well, then you kind of you've taken away your 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 deep ball opportunities. And, uh, you know, that was that was an interest. I mean, those kids played their butts off. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, sure. Chris Tyree had a big play early too. It's like, where, where are you using him in the second half to try to use him? You know, why are you running jet sweeps to Jaden Thomas and Jaden Greathouse and not him? Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, you're sending Rico Flores in jet in motion the whole game, but I don't remember one time where you sent Chris. I mean, there's just like little things like that, that you look back and you're like, you know, you, 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 those are just some of those little things that that in a game where you lost on the final play of the game, guys, or that that's the stuff that you 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 look back on and say, man, um, that was that was frustrating. Now, you was. you would have liked to have seen that, you know, and 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 to then waste a, a game where your kids really did come out and just played their butts off, you know. I mean, they yeah. they really did. They played their butts off, and it just but it wasn't enough, right? right. It wasn't enough, and that was. Um, that was the thing that was frustrating for me. Sure. So um, I, I got to say, as far as the name offensive line, the one thing that I'm taking out of this is, is the offensive line. Real, I, I'm, we'll, Vince, you and I will watch the film and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Nippon further review tomorrow, but watching it live, I, I was really impressed by the play of the line. I mean, there's a couple pressures here and there, but I thought they did a good job of giving Sam Hartman time to throw. I mean, some of those money throws he threw in the second half, Vince, he had, he had a lot of time to throw to football. He had, a, he had a really – they did a really nice job with just the, like the pocket, like a true pocket on yes. some of those throws where he was able to step into the pocket and yep. get that ball off to Mitchell Evans up the seam and, and uh, you know, get, get some of those throws off. I thought they they leaned on Ohio State in the second half, ran the ball really well in the second half. I mean, they ended up with 176 rushing, Vince. I'm, I'm, let me go up and look at their halftime. They had um, – let me see if I can get their halftime stats here real quick, Vince. So this was – that was uh, second quarter. So they had um, they rushed for thirty six in the first or second quarter, and then seventeen in the first quarter. So what's that? Fifty three in the first quarter or first half? They ran for fifty three. So that means they ran for one hundred twenty three in the second half. And a lot of that, I mean, the backs did great, right? Like the backs made great reads, but man, the offensive line was really playing their butts off. 
they were really playing their butts off and um and and kudos to them for making that happen but at the end of the day you, you just didn't make enough plays right when the game no, comes down absolutely. to i mean and you had it i mean first drive of the game you go down the field your defense makes a stop right and I mean, you can yeah you're on you're you on get, the 18 yard line yeah you get down the field and, and, and i didn't mind i didn't mind going for it there i didn't i, I mean look right. you're Notre I agree. Day, you know you know, looking back, that's a that's a hindsight thing that I'm not going to criticize them for because I didn't have a problem with it at the time. And you know me, Vince. I don't sure. I don't like criticizing someone for things that at the time I didn't think were bad calls. I, I get it. Right. You're trying to establish something. You're trying to say, hey, we're Notre Dame. We're gonna. But then, but then, if you're gonna go for it there, then what are you trying to establish? Go behind that. And if Ohio State's good enough to stop you there on fourth and one behind your offensive line with Audric estimate, then tip of the cap to them, right? right? And, and so, yeah, I, I didn't love that. I felt it was kind of telegraphed. I mean, you kind of saw the play action coming at the, as soon as they snapped the ball, you're like, this is a pass, you know? And uh, so I, but missed opportunity. Second drive of the, of the game, you get down on field goal range and you get first, first play, 12 yards, 12 yards, 10 yards, five yards. And then it stalls out and your kicker comes in and misses a field goal. You know, so another missed opportunity. Third drive, you know, you come out, you're at your own, what, one-yard line. You run power with Audric. He goes for 22. And, again, then, you know, the drive kind of stalls out a little bit, and you punt, right? And uh, and that was the play that I thought that Sam – I really would have liked to have seen Sam throw that corner route on that snag concept. I would have liked to see him take that shot on that that corner route. That was the one play where I thought he had that chance. And then – Ohio State goes down the field and gets their field goal, and it's halftime. Then you come out the first half, second half, you drive down the field, it's fourth and you know less than a yard, and you run a quarterback sneak where he's looking for a crease. You know, it's like if you're going to run a quarterback sneak, fine, just get behind your big boys and just ride them. And then your running back comes up and pushes you forward, right? Fine. You know, like I wouldn't have loved it, but but then you're you're doing that. I just, it's just one of those things, guys. Second drive, you go down and you score a touchdown convert a couple thirds your next drive you go down you score a touchdown and then the next drive again it's it stalls out again so you know those are those are things to that you look at guys and you say that you're, you're going to look back and you're going to really regret those missed opportunities oh yeah you really are because there those are, are the moments that you that you had you could have gone and won the game and you just weren't able to do it you know, and there's and that, both sides. Yeah. Of we saw those guys. Go ahead, Vince. No, that's the frustrating part. I mean, let's be honest. I can handle a blowout loss a lot better than a, a you know one that they may, you know you can say they should have won. You know that sounds a little sour grapeish. I get that because at the end of the day, Ohio State drove 65 yards and went down yeah. and scored a touchdown. I mean, converted a third I, 19. That's right? that's. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the uh that's the end of it as far as i'm concerned like yes notre dame i thought played a better game but ohio state they they made the winning plays and it sucks but they did so i don't i don't want to be one of those guys like oh you know notre dame should have done they uh, they should have done a lot of different things but they had every opportunity to win that game at the end yeah and ohio state went and made plays to win the game yeah, yeah. you know i mean they With your help, job. in my opinion, I mean, no, like, agreed. Oh, do, I agree. Do you guys, do you guys ready to move over? Because I feel like what defense. you're about to say, Vince, is kind of a transitioning yeah. into. Let's the, do defense. So yeah. let's keep going, let's, Vince. But let's transition over the defense. Yes. 
So let, let's talk. Let's talk defense because you know Notre Dame had them at ten points. Had them at ten points, and there were plays that were left out on the field, and that they still held them to ten points until the final drive. And to be honest with you, while as upset as I was about the fact that Notre Dame couldn't run out those last four minutes offensively, right? Mm-hmm. When they kicked off, you know, when they punted, now granted, they, you know, the coverage unit gave them the 35 yard line, which is pretty darn good field position. Again, I mean, why are we doing that? But I mean, you, but, know, you know, some of the stuff on special, yeah. Ooh. Right. So that was, that was not great. But at the same time, it was less than two minutes to go. I think it was about a minute and a half. Am I, am I mm-hmm. right about that, give or take? Something like that. They got the ball with a minute 26. Minute 26 to go on the clock. They had one timeout. And all I could think to myself was, you know what? This is fitting because the defense has played well. They held them to 10 points. They, they got this. They got this. Yeah. And, and, and I was thinking to myself, the defense deserves to win this game right now. And they didn't. You know, and you 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 can blame you can blame the, the, the coaches for some of the play calls at the end. You can blame this, that, and the other. You can blame the players to a degree because they had two opportunities on that drive to catch interceptions and they didn't they dropped them, you know? Yeah. Uh, now I don't know if Ben Morrison comes down in bounds if he catches that ball, but DJ Brown should have caught that interception and that in the game's yeah. over. Right. So there were a lot of opportunities. And then of course the 10 guys on the field, I mean, that's just twice. That's inexcusable. That's inexcusable. And didn't Notre Dame have a timeout in their, the ba- in their back I, pocket or did I, they not? I, don't think so. I thought they came out of it, like they came out of it and called their used their last timeout to when Ohio State got to the one. Okay. Like they called so they timeout, I believe. Okay. But again, how do you come out of a timeout with ten guys on the field? Well, and yeah, I believe Marcus Freeman, from what I understand. Okay, somebody said they had no timeouts left. Okay, I not, that was my mistake. But Here, but here's my deal: Vince, they they came out of the timeout with ten. Correct. Yeah. That, that's, that's the biggest issue. Now. Let's say you make that mistake. And Marcus Freeman said, yeah, we knew we had 10, but we didn't want to get penalized. You're on the one-yard line. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, a, it's a foot-and-a-half penalty, in my <laughs> opinion. I'd rather have 11 on the field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, take the penalty. Take the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. I, I'll say this. Like, p- part of me, you know, there, there's some things I'm going to complain about when it comes to, to Al Golden here, but but I also I feel like in a lot of there's a lot of good things that he did today. I mean, if, if if it's like last year, guys, we what did we say earlier in the week? And and I prove I was proven wrong on it. I said if Al Golden does to Ohio State what he did last year, Notre Dame wins this game. And he was they were even better than they were yeah. against Ohio State last year. Fewer points, fewer or fewer points, fewer yards, fewer yards per play. And at the end of the day, it, 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 we're kind of back to where we've always been, which and that's the frustrating thing because this offense still looks so much better is to where in the big moments your offense can't score enough points to win a football game. Right. But I, I just want to say this to begin with. When you hold a team to 17 points, like Ohio State 17 points, you, you got to win the football game. You got to win the football game. But, but at the same time, this isn't taking, this isn't taking any pressure off the offense because the offense didn't, didn't do enough to win. 
but you still had the ball and you still were on the field in the fourth quarter with a lead. And if you stop them, you win. It's like the Stanford game last year, right? They played much better than they did against Stanford, but I'm making the point like, yeah, your offense sucked, but your offense also gave you the ball and gave you a lead in the fourth quarter that you immediately, you know, you went and lost. And, and when it comes down to it, it's like, you've got to make those plays. And, and so I can praise you for the first 58 minutes, but in the last two, you didn't put your team in position to, to win. And, and, and this is where it was like, he, he did make one great call in the, in that last drive where they were running a seam and he robbed DJ down and he just runs him right underneath the route. And I mean, it, it's, it's like, right there. Dude, make the play. Right. So so we're going to criticize the, the coaching, but when you make a call to get your safety where the ball's just right in his hands and he doesn't make the play, it's like, you know, at, at some point in time, you're like, guys, we've we got to make these plays. Yeah, we yes. got to make these plays. There, there but, were, uh, Brian, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, like, that's good, my man. biggest thing it's with it. That, that's, what, that's what my biggest thing with this the game tonight is like, yes, there was a lot of things Al Golden – I don't know. There were things that Al Golden did tonight and the defensive staff did tonight that I was not in favor of, right? Like there were mm-hmm. several things. But guys, there was a lot of plays tonight where defensive were in positions they didn't make plays. I mean, that's that's really where we are. I mean, that 61-yard touchdown after the fourth down sneak, like you're in position to make that play. Xavier Watson lifts on the tackle, working to the sideline, and Trayvon Henderson takes that one. DJ Brown should have had a game-clinching interception on that last drive of the yeah. game. Defensive players were in position to make the plays. And at the end of the day, the end of the day, coaches can only put players in position to be successful. And there was a lot of times where there were players that were in positions to make plays and they didn't make it. So this is not just the Al Golden thing. I see people in the chat because, you know, we're all hating, hating on Al Golden. Al Golden did a lot of good things tonight. Did he do some things that you definitely want to improve on and you want it back? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing there, right? But at the end of but at the end of it, though, is that there were several times where Players just didn't make plays, yeah, and that's not a coaching issue. And, and it's not even like making a play, play, like oh, you know, Marvin Harrison beat you one on one, and he's just a great player. You tip your cap. It's not that. Right. Right. It's because I thought the outside corners played phenomenal. I mean, they yeah. were tremendous tonight. But it's it's like like you said, a ball hit you right in the hands, and you've got to pick it off. I mean, you've got to make that play. You know, you're in space. The call's made. You're down there, and you miss the tackle. You, you, you bad run fits, things like that. And it's like, and, and that was just was frustrating. Like, like yeah. they, the first third down of the game, they drop eight and nobody covers the tight end. But like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? You got a chance to go three and out first drive of the game, Ohio State deep in their own territory. And you just, you turn loose. And, and then the, the thing that I hated is I'm watching this, I'm watching this third 19 Vince. And you remember what, 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 as soon as they lined up, what did I looked at you and You're I was like, like, oh, they were too soft. I don't like this. Yeah. That's exactly no, what you I mean, said to me. They're too like, soft. They got time for two plays. Ohio State does, right? It's third and 19. It's 15 seconds left. I believe they're out of timeouts. They've got it. They're 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 they got a chance to make a play and and you know, then line up and run another one, right? But to me, it's like I'm not letting them, I'm not letting them get that kind of release. I mean, you're, you're lined up. You got three down. You've got one linebacker five yards off the ball. Everybody else is deeper, and it, it's like you're 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 giving them way too much ground. And what had got you in that situation in that game? It was 
being aggressive with your coverage, coming after them, because like the pressures didn't do a good job of getting home, but I thought they did enough to keep Kyle McCord from being comfortable, you know, where he wasn't comfortable stepping into the pocket and making some of those plays and he was missing throws. And every time you got beat, I, again, this is a, a bit of a hyperbolic statement, Ryan, but I felt like every time you got beat, it's because you went off. You you know, you, you let them get clean releases and free releases. And, you know, because what did they do every time they needed a play? They went up the seam, whether it was a seam or a slant or some play of the seam, or they ran it over or a cross route. Yeah. And and that it's like they knew when they needed plays, they had stuff they could dial up. And Notre Dame was just never able to make answers in those kind of questions, in, in those type of situations. And that would have boils down to is like you say, hey, you know, defense did a great job and you only get 17 points. And it's like, yeah, but you had. You had you that you all you had to do was keep them from getting 65 yards. If you if they can get 64 yeah. and you're okay, you can't get 65. And and then to lose the game the way that you did because you allowed them to convert to third 19, and then you get a timeout and you come out of the timeout and you don't have the right personnel on the field. Like that's a thousand times worse than when you come out of a timeout and get a false start. Like to me. Yeah. Like you don't, the game is on the line. It's, it's, they got one yard to go. The game is on the line. You've got to make two stops, Vince, two stops. And you come out of the timeout and you don't have the right personnel on the field. I'm looking at it now. Not just the right personnel. Like I, it could have been the wrong call. You still only have 10 guys. Yeah. You know, like, it's, and it's, it's, it's so, it's even more frustrating because everyone's just going to point it out golden. And of course he's the defensive coordinator. So like that's yeah. his uh, uh, obligation. Sure. Right. But like, why is your defensive line coach not know exactly. who's defensive linemen are on the field? See, like it's, it's a Ryan, that's the thing. issue. The yeah. play caller makes the call. Yeah. You've got to make sure your guys are on the field. You, your response, you know, it's like if the coach yells whatever the thing for eleven personnel is, and the third receiver doesn't get on the on the on the call. Who do you look at? You look at Chancey Stuck and you say, "Dude, get your freaking guys on the field." You know what I mean? And that was that was really frustrating, yeah. you know. And and um, there's just, there, there's no excuse for that, guys. There's no there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for that. None. And. You just um, – the D coordinator's got to make sure before they leave the huddle that you got everybody supposed to be on the field on the field, and every position coach is supposed to look at his guys and make sure that you have your guys that are getting ready to go on the field. It's a top-down failure. It really is. It is. And, and, you're the, and when you're the head coach and you're a defensive guy, you've got to be able to see that too. You've got to be able to see when your guys are running onto the field, you're, you've got to be there counting. Hey, also, we only got 10, you know, we got 10, get on the field, get on the field, get on the field. Also, is there you know? a coach that's like, that's most of their job to do that, yeah. right? Like, like, I, yeah. There's got to be an analyst that's, or whatever that's like, that's kind of their job, right? A grad right. assistant, whatever it is. But Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because, you know, like if you're a D-line coach, linebacker coach, corner coach, you break the huddle, Mike Mickens is looking at his dudes, making sure that the guys they were talking about getting on the field are getting on the field. It, hey, by the way, it was a spike. It wasn't a timeout. I thought Notre Dame called a timeout when they lined up. Not according to the play-by-play. I, I, I think they called a timeout at some point in that season. Yeah, Notre Dame, after the spike, Notre Dame called a timeout. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm watching events right now like, oh, on okay. the TV. Yeah. Okay. So, gotcha. like, and there's this final timeout. So, after the spike, okay. they lined right. up. So, they, they completed I was just looking their, at the I was looking at no, the play No, no, you're good. Play. 
they, my brain they, was they, not focused. They ran the scene to to Emeka. He right. gets tackled at the one. Right. They run up, spike the ball, and then they line up to run the play again. And Notre Dame calls timeout. Okay. So they spike gotcha. the ball at second and goal. Notre Dame calls timeout. Yeah. And then they they go they go. You, you know, one of my biggest issues with this defense from this game is that, and I, I felt like I kept seeing a, a recurring issue, is that they're very beatable to the middle of the fields in the passing game. And I think that it is a combination of safety as well as some linebacker limitations as far as your ability to drop into zones and just being that zone drop type of player or man coverage at times. And also, I think that the nickel position was not very good today. No. And asked them. So there was like, I think it's a combination of there was some softness from a just coverage perspective from the coaching side of things. But also, I think that the middle of the field was a little just beatable today because I just think the safeties didn't play well. And just the middle of the field was just open, man. It was just. Yeah. Like that third 19. Like, but Ryan, you just said, what did you just say? Ryan, what did you just say? What did you just say? The middle of the field was wide open. Yeah. Have yeah. we not said that after every post game the last three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm watching I mean, that play, Ryan. How do you let Emeka Ibuko get a free run down the center, down the seam? Like, yeah. You know, like the, the only the only wide receiver that was really giving you issues this game too. I mean, did a yes. great job against Marvin Harrison Jr. They gave up that one long play to was Xavier Johnson or whatever. But like other than that, yeah. I mean. It was just I, a Mecca and it was Ken yeah. Stover earlier. And, and Ryan, like I'm not I'm not in a situation where I want to really give Ryan Day a whole lot of credit because he acted like a complete jackass after the game, a right. classless jackass after the game. Yeah. But they did a nice job of getting a Mecca in matchups against guys that he could beat. Yes. You know, yes. because like they didn't have a ton of success on Benjamin. Even like the like they they almost had that one catch on him, but then they overturned it because he did a great job of you know riding him close to the sideline. They didn't have a whole lot of success beating Notre Dame's guys. They beat Cam on a slant, where again the linebacker you've got to get underneath that. Like you've he was got to get drops. He was running yes. backward. Like he he had his back to the quarterback. It was it was it was uh, Marist, and he was getting to his drop, but he got to his drop. He turned his back to the quarterback right. and was like. You can't. That's not how you get into a drop. I mean, look, Ryan, you're a linebacker. Did you ever just turn yeah. your back and run to your spot? Yep. Like that's not. You've got was, to have your eyes was, on the offense, man. Like he he didn't on. diagnose well enough. I mean, yeah. your trigger step is supposed to be a six inch step, and that's your read step, right? I mean, he took like several steps forward, and then he so he's late to his drop. His angle's yep. terrible. I mean, you give that yep. up, and and honestly, like I think. Ohio State dictated some matchups tonight, and I think Notre Dame was not ready to try to force the matchup in their favor. I mean, I, right. I even think about the Travion Henderson when he was split out, right, one-on-one against J.D. Bertrand. It's like, guys, that's not the linebacker that I want to get isolated out in, on the outside. Right. Like, that's not – right. And, and we're all going to look at the play and be like, oh, J.D. with the pass interference on the field. It's like, yes – but that's also not who should be out there, right. right? Like that's not the guy that you should be putting right. in that position. Like it was just, yeah. oh man, frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating, frustrating. But I thought that they did a nice job, and this is what I would have liked to have seen Notre Dame do more of offensively in the past game, which I didn't think they did. Is they did some things where they weren't having, they weren't doing a whole lot on their outside guys. Benjamin and Benjamin Morrison and, and Cam Hart proved tonight that they are one of the best corner tandem tandems in college football. 
flat out. So what did Ryan Day do? Let's get a Mecca against Clarence Lewis and Thomas Harper and the safeties. And that that matchup worked. I mean, I mean, how, how many chances they converted a fourth and seven on that last drive? Right. So it wasn't even just the third and I think you converted a fourth and you converted a, a third and ten on that drive for yeah. 23. You know, where you, again, where did it go, Ryan? Where did that throw go on the third and 23? Right up the seam. Right up the seam. You know, and it's just kind of like, it's just, it was there all night. And that's the frustrating thing. I'm actually watching that play now. It's third and 10. And you show five, you know, you you bring five, nobody gets there. And, you know, they get a mech against Thomas Harper and Thomas doesn't make the play. You know, it's just, but that's my other thing too, is like they, this has been a frustration of mine for Al Golden for two years, Ryan. They they give up the inside from the seam too much. Yeah, like like so so Emeka did a nice job on that third and ten of of, of stemming um, Thomas Harper outside, and Thomas was protecting outside. My whole thing is let him go outside, let him try to beat you on a wide fade because that's a tougher throw for a young quarterback to make. Sure. You know, and, and so to me, it's, it's, you put him in that kind of situation and, you know, you, you make him make that throw. Like if, if Kyle McCord yeah. beat you, cause he threw a wide fade 35 yards down the field over top a defender and made a completion. And you know what? You tip your cap to the kid and say, hell of a job, kid. You know what I mean? And, and you take it. But when you give that stuff up and it's schematically being asked to give that stuff up and it's like that all night, it's hard for me to, you know, yeah, he they had to make the throws and the catches, but it's like you made it easier for him than you should have made it. And that's the stuff that just um you just you pull you want to pull your hair out. You know, and because um, it's because it's self-inflicted at that yeah. point, right? Like that's the stuff where playing Ohio State and playing a Mecca Ibuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. and Travion Henderson and all these great football players, like that's difficult enough, right? Like let's not put guys in bad positions. I, I think that that's mm-hmm. my Overall takeaway is that I think Notre Dame showed that they can be a really, really good defense, you mm-hmm. know, but it, it's it being a really being the best version of yourself when the game is on the line, when that, yeah. that's the separation, right? Between being a good defense and a very good defense or a very good defense and elite defense. Like that's when those teams make those big plays and Notre Dame was not able to cash in on yeah. those plays defensively tonight. But, but this is, this has been a frustration of mine. Like the offense is frustrating enough. Like this was the first time you were really tested by a really good team, yep. and and you you couldn't score enough points to win. But this has kind of been the frustration with with the defense the last two years is you 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 play well, Ryan, yep. but you need that money stop at the end of the game. You can't make it. You know it, it goes all the way back to Marshall last year. Third nine, you you finally take a 15-12 lead fourth quarter. Third nine backed up. I think they were inside the 10 yard line, their own 10 yard line, and you give it up. And then that leads to the long touchdown drive. You know, your offense plays like crap. They give you a 14 to 10, you know, 14 13 lead in the fourth quarter. And the very next drive, you let them go down the field and score. Right. Like this has been the frustrating thing, guys, is the defense can play great, but, but, when the game's on the line and they need to make that stop. Now, and, and you, you you want to say, well, hold on a second. They did make a fourth down stop on the drive before, and I get that. And and the offense needed to do better. But you still, they had to give 65 yards, and you gave up a third and 10 for 23. You gave up a fourth and seven. You gave up a third and 19. 
And again, on that third 19, I'm just not letting that quarterback going to have that much time to throw. I'm not letting him step into a seam route 19 yards down the field, guys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to try to force him into a mistake. And uh, and that, that that was what frustrated me. There was too many third down calls where they, they I thought they tried to get a little bit too too cute, you know, and um, yeah, I didn't like it. It was frustrating, man. Just end of the day, just you're sick to your stomach because you just sit there and say, you had so many chances to win this football game in every phase of the game, offense, defense, special teams. You had so many chances and you just couldn't get it done. And it's, you know, it's, it's offense, it's defense. It's all right. Special Some people like, yeah, yeah. again, we're going to be grown ups here. Uh, anyone that's going to sit there and say that, um, their name was soft tonight. You're 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 clowning you yourself. You didn't watch bit. the game. No. You didn't watch the yeah. game. They, they didn't no, make the plays they needed game. to make to win. But they're not soft. No. Correct. Come they on. played <laughs> physical all night. That wasn't the problem. Right. Um. So grow up. Yeah. But at the end of the day, guys, in order to become that team, you've got to make those plays. And and this and you we're do. still here, right? And like we're not. It, has Marcus Freeman improved the program in a lot of ways? Yes, he's improved the program a lot of ways. But yeah. I don't want to hear that. Well. Well, Brian Kelly's team would have got spanked in this game. Whether you lose by 40 or you lose by three. Loss is a loss. It's it's an L. There's Once again, no moral victories here. No. And you're not going to hear any one of the three of us say, well, you know, they were right there. Because they didn't always get spanked in these regular season games. Like we talked, like Miami was bad, but like Georgia game both times. Right. This felt so much like the Georgia game, except the differences, Vince. I actually believe they were going to get it done this time. Sure. We're against Georgia in 2019. I was like, no, they're not going to. They're not going to. But this time I really felt like, okay. And then once they stopped him on fourth down, which was one of the worst play calls of the game, by the way, that jet sweep on fourth down, like what the hell was that? That was Notre Dame played it great. But you you just felt like they had those opportunities to win the game. And you're, I'm just tired of that not happening. And that's, that's what's getting to me about this game. I, I just find it rather comical that there are so many people out there who got their feelings hurt by, you know, an octogenarian and they can't handle themselves yeah. about it. No, just like getting rid of those clowns. And from the like, come on guys. Like get, just, what, what is he? I, I I'm not going to harp on this because yeah. I don't want to be that guy, but like, I don't want those people to let us distract like, us from the show, but yeah, go ahead, Vince. What is Lou Holtz supposed to say? Right. On campus and, 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 at Notre Dame. Well, and then oh, in his we had one bad half a couple years ago against Michigan. Uh, That's just bro, a lie. You got outscored 18 to 3 in the fourth quarter against Georgia last year. And you've had two years of bad second halves against Michigan, uh, with all due respect. So um I just I can't say it's just that it's just funny to me that he was that, that he was uh yeah, you know, that worked up about it. Like, come on, man. Like yeah. you're you're such a little baby. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like when when with class, try that out for style. Like just try. Like well, I, I'll lose with class. They lost the yeah. game. Ohio they, State they were, went. They, were t- they won the game. But right. like win with class, right. man. Because like you know we haven't we haven't like oh the ref screwed. You know look they didn't make the plays. But there's right. two coaches that got put on my list today as just first rate jackasses. It's Dan Lanning and Ryan Day. <laughs> you know what I mean. So they're both on my list, but. At the end of the day, here's the thing, guys. You know the best way to shut Ryan Day up and let him reveal himself for the the classless overrated coach that he beat is. Him. Beat him. You got to beat him. And they didn't do it. That's what there it comes go. down to. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. It's, and you know what? 
you as as a Notre Dame person, right? You got to let him act like an ass. You have to because he won, so he gets the pulpit. He he gets the microphone, right? And so he gets to prove who he really is, and that's fine. And so if you want to run, if you want to roll with Ryan Day as an Ohio State fan, peace be with you. Okay, I, that that's fine. If that's who you want to associate with. You are more than welcome to do that. It's a free country, but he won the game, so he gets the mic. That's you know, it is what it is. Yep. So uh, his, special. His, go ahead. His Ryan. beard is his beard is still stupid, and that's all yeah. I have to say about. And it. Is he does he not look like a model for just for men? Yeah. I mean that's the low Let, blow. Let's but, get let's know. get back on track. Um, I, I'm with you guys. It's a low we, blow. Look, here's the deal. They've got to figure something out in the field goal game. They've they got to figure something out. Your kicker's three I, of seven. And look, and I'm willing right. to give him a pass on the 59 yarder, take that one off well, the, the, the sure. you know, that's fine. Okay, you're three of six. And it you missed two of them. He's not hitting the, the chip shots, man. Yeah. He's not hitting yeah. he's not hitting the ones that need to be automatic. Yeah. Like I'm I'm fine if you're 50 50 from 50 plus. Right. Right. If, if right. you're if you're a 50% kicker from 50 plus, peace be with you. Like at least yep. you're getting a shot at it. But anything yeah. inside of that, you got to hit those. You yeah. have to hit those. That would be inexcusable for a high school kicker, in my personal opinion. Yeah. And yeah. you need to evaluate who your kicker is at this point. I, yeah, I I'll say it. You need to you need to have a kickoff or whatever you need to do. You've got four kickers, I think, yeah. on the roster. Somebody yeah. has to be able to make yeah. the chip shots. And look, and I'll just say this: everyone talk about you know, oh, Lou Holtz is eighty. He said nothing wrong. No. Like, have you watched Ohio State in these big games? Did did they look physical to you when they couldn't run the football on Georgia last year? When Michigan beat their ass the last two years, did they look like a physical football team to you? No. So I thought they played hard tonight, but but Notre Dame pushed them around. In my opinion, on offense, they pushed them around on offense. They couldn't make the plays on the perimeter, and then they had some questionable calls. But what he said was not wrong. That's the reason Ohio State has not won a championship under Ryan Day despite having loaded teams. Because when it, when push comes to shove against the better team, why did they lose to Oregon two years ago? Okay, Mr. We had one bad half. Do I need to pop the Oregon film in again two year, from two years ago when Travis Dye went off on you? Do, do, we, need to, do we need to be reminded of, of that game from two years ago? So with all due respect, that reputation is earned. Now, I thought tonight they battled, but... I remember watching, and I'll say this, Ryan, what would Minnesota's rushing yards have looked like in the opener of that year if Muhammad Ibrahim doesn't get hurt right. in the third court? Because, I mean, it's just like grow up. Because what yeah. he said is earned. It's earned. You earned that moniker. So, you know, you can be on your all in your feelings about it, just like you won the game, right? And now you've taken it, oh, I'm sick of my players. No, you're being a, you're being a jackass, you know? So I've been wanting to ban this guy all week, and it's there. Oh, nice! I was just so yeah. yeah real, real big three point whooping. I, yeah, yeah I, that was the definition of like we need to. But look this up is the but this is the frustrating whooping. thing, guys, because some of this we have to eat because right. I get, I agree. They didn't get it done. I agree with you. Yeah. And and Ohio State fans have every reason to gloat that they won the game. Now, yeah. now don't don't rewrite history right. and, and and make up ways that you did win the game. That that's where I have an issue. Look, you won the game. You you deserve to be, you know, walking around with your chest puffed out and excited and all of that. You won the game. 
in a hostile environment is about as hostile as Notre Dame Stadium is going to get, right? You you won the game. Congratulations. That's awesome for you. But, like, don't pretend like you kicked right. Notre Dame's butt up and down the field. Right. Like, yeah, you literally true. won on the last play of the game. Right. Like, let's call it what it is. <laughs> you won, but come on. It was a pretty evenly matched game Yeah. at the end sure. of the day. Again, not a moral victory. Notre Dame needs to win that game, and they didn't. Ohio State won the game, but let's not make things up and say things yeah. happened that didn't happen. That's all. But I'm again, saying. but again, they can come in here and spew stupidity because at the end of the day, Notre Dame didn't do what they needed to do to win it. Agreed. And, and that's yeah. that's where we're at, right? Like circle back. Yeah. You know, we've complained about the idiots that are in the chat and all that kind of stuff. But here's the reality of it, fellas: is you had it. This is what we said coming in the show. You want to shut people up you got to start winning these games and here's what's not going to get it done when you're in these type of game guys, not making stops, you know, letting Ohio state go 10 of 17 on third down going 0 for two on fourth down missing field goals, you know? um, Oh yeah. You know, getting stopped on fourth down on, and, and here it's like you leaned on them all night, and then the two plays where you get fourth and one, you you, you run your quarterback who's, you know, look, if you had Brandon Wimbush or Malik Zaire or Sean Kaiser or Deuce Knight in a couple of years or even C.J. Carr, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I get it. But, like, you're, you're not putting Sam Hartman in that kind of position to make those plays either. And that's what it comes down to. You could have shut them up tonight, and you didn't, right. you know, and yep. that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, and, and, and I just they, yeah, and I felt like just offensively, they just kind of went away. I thought from what got them here, that was kind of my my frustration. Sure, you know, being aggressive, taking shots down the field that you you went away from what got you here, and that was a little disappointing for me. Yep, a little yep, disappointing. Agreed. You'll get your chance to bounce back next week, but at the end of the day, you, you had your chances tonight. You you needed this one. You needed this one. And and look, there's lessons that will be learned, and we'll talk about those during the week that you can apply and, and get better for d- beating Duke or trying to beat Duke. You know, that's not going to be an, an easy game next week. But, um, yeah, you just you got to start winning these games. Yep, absolutely. And at the end of the games. day, they didn't win. At the end of the day, yeah. they didn't win. And that's, right. you know, it sucks. Be honest yeah. with you. We're, we're all uh, not in a great mood because of it. You know what I mean? Like it, yep. it's, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So, and, and look, offici- officiating, there was some officiating stuff in this game, guys. Like 88 fall started on that last touchdown drive. There was a couple times, Vince, I pointed out to you. But, but again, I this is one of those nights where I'm not I'm not trying to hear it. You know, right, like, exactly. I don't think, any, I don't to think hear they it. decided the game. I Well, they, my they, thing is they were bad calls that maybe, you know, look, if it's, that one yard touchdown run to win it. If they call the false start, they're, they're back five yards, but we don't know that they wouldn't have thrown a touchdown pass on the next play. We, right. It didn't cost them the game. It meant they would have had another shot to, to run it from somewhere else. At the end of the day, you know, you've got to, you don't put it in their, in their, in their hands. Right. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not blaming the officials like this, the fourth and one where yeah. so got that spot, you got stuffed. Right, stuff. you know, yeah. make he the play by his own guy. Make the play. The refs didn't. Call, the refs. The refs are not the reason you gave up a third nineteen seam route for you know for 20, 21 yards. 
the refs aren't the reason you gave up a 61 yard touchdown run because you had a bad run fit and, and didn't and couldn't get off blocks and your your middle linebackers crashing right into a puller with no concept that the play is bouncing outside you know yeah. i mean th- those are things that you you say hey look yeah the officiating was not good it wasn't terrible there were some you know picked up a flag that i didn't think they should have picked up you know i mean overturned some things I, I didn't necessarily think they should have overturned but they also overturned a Marvin Harrison catch which they rightfully should have but it was close I mean it, they they might have been able to say hey you know we just we didn't have conclusive evidence the officiating didn't cost you the game you had those chances yeah. you had those chances and and it, it just it wasn't it wasn't that you know it wasn't that so the the officiating isn't why you had 10 guys on the field coming out of a timeout correct the officials didn't do that to you the officials you know didn't I mean? drop interceptions. Yeah, the, you know the officials didn't yeah. drop, didn't drop eight with three guys five yards deep in yeah. the end zone. Like you know, they yeah. there's there's plenty yeah. of blame to go around, and the officials are very low on the list for me in this particular game. Mm-hmm. Where now they look silly at times, you know, like placing the you know setting the ball and moving the ball and when they shouldn't like they look silly at yeah. times right that, i mean that's and on they them. were a bad they were a bad crew and they were yeah. questionable calls but again they're not good right you know you I, do you handle your business and right exactly don't put it, it in the hands matter. of the officials don't put yep. it in the hands of the officials you know yep dj that's brown picks that pass off on that last drive and there's nothing the officials can do about it because they're all their notre dame's gonna do is put a knee on it and the game is over yeah so when you get to the super chats, are we there? Yeah, we got a lot to get through. Yeah, we do. We do. All right, here we go. God Country Notre Dame barbecue. I would love to play this team again in the college football playoff. Notre Dame is the better team. OSU just had the ball last and came up out on top. Go Irish. It's not over yet. Well, his last comments very grown up. I mean, look, it's not guys. They just lost to a number six team in the country at home. We have seen teams lose to far worse teams in Ohio State in September. Ohio State, last time they won a championship, lost by two touchdowns at home to a 7-6 and six Virginia Tech team. You, you, you go win your games, you're, you're going to be fine, right? I mean, that's the simple fact of the matter. But I, I can't I, – I love the optimism. I love the, the – the, you know, look, there's not a lot of people acting this kind of, hey, guys, they're going to be okay kind of situation, and I appreciate that and respect that. But the reason Ohio State had the ball last is because you didn't keep right. the ball last you had a chance at no if you're notre dame to have the ball last and you didn't do it and so i get where you're coming from and i and and i love the optimism and we need some more of that because this season is far from over you know and and they did go toe-to-toe with a a good football team i mean ryan i you know this i've had i have ohio state in, in my college football playoff before the season started this is a good football team Yep. And and you went toe-to-toe with them. You didn't get it done. You got to start getting it done. And yeah. that's the frustrating thing. So we, this whole, oh, you know, I would love to get Ohio State again. Absolutely. But in that game, when you get the ball with three something, you know, three, you got the ball with three and a half minutes left, you got to get a couple more first downs and put that game away. Yep. That's what it boils down to. Well, you know, and I, I don't, I don't like the whole. You know, Notre Dame's a better team. Notre Dame wasn't a better team. They lost no, they weren't. Game. That's right. That's not, and do they have the potential to be a better football team? Maybe, but yeah. it's it's yeah. as of right now, Ohio State is the better football team. It's just they're undefeated. Yep. They beat you on the road in your home yeah. stadium. Yeah, and they yep. have now 
I mean, they've won the last two times you played. I mean, you had chances to win, didn't make the plays. They had chances to win. They made the plays. So now you could say Notre Dame outplayed them for a lot of this game. And I would agree with you. Yeah, I agree. But the better team, the better team makes those calls. The better team makes those plays. And tonight they were the better team. And that's the frustrating thing is because you did outplay them in a lot of ways. And, And, um, and I, yeah. I would also say is that it diminishes a little bit Ohio State's performance, right? Ohio right. State won the football game. Right. Hats off to Ohio State. Hey, they you made, made the third and 19 call. Kyle McCord still had to make the throw. Yep, exactly. He could have choked and sailed it or or not read it right or, you know, and. We, we, we always become super engulfed in our fandom, right? Where it's just like, it's all about Notre Dame. It wasn't all about Notre Dame. It was about Ohio State tonight, too. Ohio State yeah. played a cleaner, better football game, and yeah. they made the plays when they needed to make the plays, and they deserve to win that football game. That's yep. right. Yeah. Yeah, frustrating. Alex Rohr, that coverage call on third and 19 and then not having 11 players on the field for the last two plays on the scoring drive has got to be the one of the most inexcusable and pathetic choke jobs I've ever witnessed. Right. Well, like the third 19 thing, like I, I can understand why you made the call. I, I didn't, I didn't like the call because that's what it, you went away from what got you into a third 19. Like that's the thing for me. Cause what did we say coming in the game, Ryan? When you let Kyle McCord step into throws, he's going to make good throws. You got to get him. And, and when you do that, you, you know, you're rushing three. You're not going to get pressure with three. You know, yep. don't don't let him don't let him step into that throw. You 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 put your guys in position to where you can let that play happen. And um, so yeah, I just I, I didn't like the call either. It it's not the only call, you know. And it's 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 again now if you're out gold and you're like, dude, I held Ohio State to 17 points and you know 300 and what was it 66 yards and and yeah, but this is a team game. You know, offense has its has to take its fair share of blame. Defense has to take its fair share of blame, and special teams have to take has to take its fair share of blame. Players got to take their fair share of blame, and coaches got to take their fair share of blame. Here, here's what I here's what I don't like about the well. We only gave up 17 points. That should be enough. Here's what I don't like about that. You need one more stop, right? You need one more stop. Right. I don't. It could have been 33 to 37, right? Right, going into that last drive. You can't. Well, one more stop. One more stop. Vince, if if they would have lost 40 to 37 because 37 33 and the offense has a chance in the end of the game, put it away and they don't do it, we'd sit there and be saying, Yeah, the defense didn't play well all night. But you know what? They made a stop. They gave you the ball with three minutes left. And all you had to do was run out the clock and you win the football game. You didn't make the plays when you needed right. to make the plays. Exactly. So you can look and say, Well, the other team did this, 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 and this, and that. And, and, and that's fine. But. You had your chances, and so this was a this was a, 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 a situation where both sides of the ball did not give their team what they needed to do to win this football game, and um, and coaching wise, player wise, all of it. And yes, they played their butts off. And there's things this they will there were things they'll be able to build on from this game. Well, sure, but big picture wise, Vince, we're still in a situation where the things that are costing Notre Dame football games are the same things that have been costing football games for a while and that's what coach freeman needs to get out of the program i mean look i thought they were mostly ready to play i thought they played their butts off i mean ohio state jumps on them 10 nothing guys they could have folded like a cheap suit and what did they do they went right back down the field next score and scored touchdown made a stop went right down this field and scored 
a touchdown. That showed me something about this football yeah. team. Yeah, ninety-six yard drive. Nine dollar high clothes. drive. Yeah, like nine dollar like, high clothes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yep. So, yeah, it's yeah. Let's get to the next one. Another All one from right. Alex. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thanks, Alex. Also, why bring in Sam Hartman when you're just going to have the same conservative dink and dunk passing game plan from last year? They finally opened it up a bit in the second half, but still. Yeah. They, I don't know that I agree with that, to be honest with you. To a degree, I do, Vince. Okay. I mean, to a degree. Because, like, I understand what you're saying. Ohio State was doing some stuff over the top. Ohio State was doing some things where, like, they were showing pressure and, like, dropping dudes underneath routes. And and I thought Notre Dame did a nice job of avoiding throwing into those situations. But mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, so like the stuff we saw in the second half, we didn't see as much of in the first half, and I think we could should have. To, to your point back to the beginning, Vince, is where you know your defense held them to three points in the first half. You've got to do more offensively to take advantage sure. of that. And that's kind of what I'm saying, too, is like if you'd have been a little bit more – because like when did the offense start opening things up and making some of those plays? It's when they fell behind 10 to nothing. Right. Yeah. And then they had to be a little bit more aggressive and, and go make some plays. And that, that's kind of where I'm coming from. It's like, you know, I want to see you make some more of those plays offensively i don't know ryan what were your thoughts on that we've talked a lot about what what that that aspect of it i I don't think sam played a great football game in general Mm -hmm. i i don't think that it's necessarily a coaching issue fully i I mean i think that there are some things that you probably could have taken advantage of in certain instances but i also think that sam didn't have full trust tonight i mean he just he i i think that it's always a little bit in between as far as the middle grounds for some of these Mm -hmm. situations like it's it's never fully the coaching issue it's never fully a player issue usually it's a mixed bag right and yeah and i I think that for me it was like sam didn't seem confident at point like he sort of he was he was confident early and he was efficient early, and then there was like a point where it was just like a little bit of a struggle. And I just felt like he never fully got out of it, if that makes sense. Like it just kind of was a little bit of a struggle the rest of the night. So I just think it was just not a great passing night. I also think that – I mean, I'm going to watch the old 22 film on this, obviously, but it didn't seem like there was some a lot of guys open at times either, man. Like it looks like some guys were blanketed a little bit. So I'll, Well, there was see. some times yeah, I'm, I'm, where there were some open guys that he missed. Yeah, like what was the one play, Vince? You had Jaden Thomas was open up the seam. Like you had wide open. By, no, it wasn't Jaden Thomas. It was. Yes, who it was. was it? It was 83. Who, who yes, There's a hitch and a seam open. And I'm trying to remember who ran the hitch. Was it Tobias that ran the hitch? Thomas was, open over the, Thomas was open over the middle. For yeah, sure. on a seam. I, I don't, okay. I don't yeah. know who else was out there. That's the one I saw. Yeah, I have to find so. it. But yeah, I. We're we're talking about the same play because there was two different guys. Uh, Holden Stace was open on the hitch. Okay, that's what it was. And um, now they ended up scoring on that drive, right? That was the first touch, the second, the first touchdown drive of the second half. But it was kind of like we saw that we saw that a lot. We saw that, well, not a lot. We saw that enough to where in a game where you lose by three points, it's it can end up hurting you. But I still would have liked to see them just be a little bit more aggressive. I, mean, I thought they took some shots in the second half. I just would have liked to have seen some of that stuff in the first half. And I uh, would have liked to see a few more RPOs because I felt like there was a couple situations where if they would have pulled that ball and got it out, they might have been able to, to get some some yards and maybe get Ohio State out of some things. But that's frustrating. You know what we didn't do, guys? Real quick, Vince, uh, kind of take this one down. You know what we forgot to do is we forgot to hand out game balls. Offense, oh, game balls and, lo- and losses. Always, uh, always, whatever. man. 
So I'll, I'll give you my thought. Mitchell Evans on offense, guys, was all right. I thought I, he played I, his butt off. You know what? Do you want to elaborate? Because I'll go. No, <laughs> sorry. Just, I, I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend a lot of time okay. on. It. I just want to hand yeah, them out no, okay. and, and move. move I, you on know to what? The, the thing. I'm gonna go with the offensive line. I thought they yeah, played well go. tonight. I thought there they played go. well. I dig that. Uh, I saw Mitchell was first, just like to some of those like. No, I agree. One, he went up and like, got that's why, yeah, climbed the ladder a couple really, times. That one-handed I mean, catch in the first half was crazy. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mitchell Ryan. was great. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give it a joint one to the freshman playmakers. I thought Jeremiah yeah. Love, Enrico Flores, and Jaden Greathouse came to play tonight. Yeah, yeah. Right, if you want to throw in a redshirt freshman in there too, I thought Jadarian Price played. He only had three carries, but some nice things as well. Uh, defensively. I mean, I thought. I mean, there's several candidates. I mean, again, they did some. I, I, I got to give it to the corners. I was just gonna yeah. say right here. That's I got to give it to the corners. Go. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought Riley Mills thought... did some really good things, but again, they just they needed somebody up front to make some plays. Um, you know, Xavier Watts had some really good plays, and then a couple missed tackles. The defensive know. line yeah. just didn't get enough pressure no. for my liking. They were pretty good against the run. Really, they were good. But I agree with that. Wise, they weren't. They weren't getting much of a. Push. I mean, look I, again. I hate when I. I hate to like. I hate when people say this. I, I really hate it when people say this. But if you take away the sixty-one yard run, right? No, I mean, then Vince, you, they you had can't. 20, 26 carries for one hundred for for sixty-five yards. Exactly the rest of the game. Like they played the run right. well, except for that yeah. one play. And right. again. That one play was huge. There's no, right. I mean, it took the wind right out of the stadium, right? But then Notre yeah. Dame goes down and scores. But still, you, that the play happened, right? But if that one play doesn't happen, man, they shut right. down the run. They shut it down. Right, because Notre Dame's backs rushed for 176 yards, and Ohio State's backs ran for 117, 126 yards. Right. You know, so, I mean, and they had that one long run. Just, but yeah. Um so, I, but I thought the corners guys were outstanding. I mean, they they were outstanding. Yeah. Marvin Harrison had uh, three catches for thirty-two yards in the game, and Emeka had seven catches for ninety-six yards. He was pretty good tonight. But if you yes, when you was. go back and watch the film, you're going to find that not many, if any, of those catches were on Benjamin Morrison or Cam Hart. They were all up the seams or on crossers and overs where he was beating Clarence Lewis and. Thomas Harper and guys like that. They weren't on the outside. I thought the outside corners. And that's one thing I will give Al Golden a lot of credit for is he let his outside corners be dudes tonight. He let and them, they were. They you know, were. hey, you, we're going to trust you guys to play on an island and play. Well, I think Marvin beat Cam on a slant. That's about it, you know. Um, but that was a great matchup. That was that was excellent players on both sides of the ball playing, battling each other. I mean, that was – that was yeah. fun to watch. Fun to yeah. watch. Um, so yeah, was, I, I just look win or lose, guys. We're going. We still gotta, you know, we still gotta do what we do. But yeah, I'm far, sorry for forgetting those things. Trash says OSU needed the refs to even have a chance. That's not true. Sorry. No, yeah. Stop, man. Stop. Yeah. Sorry. I get the frustration. The refs sucked, but the refs aren't why Notre Dame lost tonight. No, and they were. I mean, look, they called. How many how many crews? Let me ask you this. How many crews do you think call the what was what was like, the official guys, call? Officiating like, sucks intense... right now in college football, Ryan. Right. Like, like but like what, what's yeah. what was what was the official call when uh you know Steed is on the ground and the offensive lineman just you know spanks him on the uh, ground? Like I don't what was the official call? 
unnecessary, unnecessary roughness, roughness. Probably. No. Probably. I don't know. I'd say nine out of ten crews don't even call that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was, it was I've never bad, seen that. I mean, call it was a bad before. call. It was a bad call. It was a bad call. It was, yeah, bogus. Oh, I thought it was the right call. What do you I'm mean it was a bad call? You're saying it should have been a personal. What, the Josh Fryer one? We're talking about the Josh yeah. Fryer one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't where think he, that was. Where he, like, oh, that was like blatant penalty. Yeah. That was a blatant penalty, dude. Guys laying on the ground and he basically speared him. Yeah, that's a You can't do that. That's you a can't do penalty. that, man. That's but I don't think anybody else penalty. calls that. That's weak. what I'm saying. Correct. Correct. So that was absolutely the right call. So that was one um, that went in favor of Notre Dame is the point right. that I'm making. Well, and there was a couple other spots that worked in Notre Dame's favor. You know, look, this was a bad crew. But there's – when was the last time you watched a big-time college football game? Say, but that was officiated really well. Right. Officiating college football right now just is not good. And we complain about we can complain about it every week. Last week's crew wasn't good. The NC State crew wasn't very good. The fact of the matter is, is the officials did not give up a third nineteen. The officials did not drop an interception. The officials did not, you know, call. Hey Notre Dame, you guys have to run a quarterback sneak here. We're not going to let you do anything else. We're going to call a penalty if you run anything else except for a quarterback sneak right here. So, right, you know, and like whoever's right. in the chat calling that a pancake. That's not a pancake. A pancake is when you continue with. <laughs> You know, you're you're continuously touching the defender yeah. and you take him to the ground. It's not after yeah. he's on the ground and then you run over and right. spear him on the right. ground. Like that's not that's right. not a pancake, dude. So that's a penalty. Yeah, let's, let's let's move to the next one. So here's Jeez. one from Tyler Evans. Tyler, run the ball to end the game. I'm so frustrated because it was right there in the end. Agreed. No, I agree. Yeah. Agree. Yep. yep. Uh, Ray Price, if you can't make tackles during the game, what makes you think you can win the game? JD was out of position on the TD run too slow. It wasn't too slow. He went to the wrong spot. Yeah, he wasn't too – he just ran into a blocker. I mean, he had just right. like no – he wasn't looking at the back at all. I mean, I understand right. you have certain fit responsibilities, but I've never understood why they just fit like that and they're like not even – like no concept of where the ball is going. Right. And I understand it. people say, you know, there's a hold on Harrison. And I get that, but you've got to do a better job of fighting off of that and forced to make that hold look a little bit more blatant, in my opinion. Sure. But see, the other thing, too, is Cam wasn't trying to make that play per se. Cam was trying to funnel that back inside. And Xavier's supposed to make that play. Right. Like, end of the day, like, that's Agreed. it. Hey, you, you're outside contained. Now, yeah, Cam, get off that block a little better and, you know, get that guy to yank on your jersey a little bit. And I, I get all that. And you could – but you're still there. Xavier watch, you got to make that play, man. I love you, but you got to make that play. JD, you got to right. show more awareness cuz even if you could have, you know, maybe played that a little bit better and forced him to maybe get a little bit wider than than maybe he you could force him to get outside. Now Cam's on the outside leverage and Cam can get off and make that play. So, um, you know, so again, that 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 played it wasn't a touchdown because Cam Hart got held. It was a touchdown because you had bad fits in your safety took a bad angle of the football and you got beat to the outside, you know? So you know who I, I, else Mar- I think it was ahead, Maris better. on that play. I think he did an, actually a really good job of, of fighting off that kickoff kickout block. It was more of um, JD needs to yeah. just be able to cross key that play and be yeah. able to kind of scrape over top instead of coming right. downhill too much. Exactly. Right. That's what he needs to do. Ryan, yeah. you saw, did it look like he had any concept where the ball was? No, no. I I think he I think he was just getting too aggressive downhill and then he just got yep. caught in trash. That's just kind of what it seemed like to me. No. Yep. Yep. You know who else didn't lose this game for Notre Dame? And I'm just gonna say this one time, we'll be done with it. 
the broadcast booth. They didn't lose the game for Notre Dame either. So I didn't listen to it. Was it? Well, neither did I. I. I don't know. But everybody's saying it was I think bad. It was they fine. were talking about Ohio State Nothing too much. Apparently, like yeah, they didn't. They well, the, lose the, the game pre- for Notre Dame either. Yeah. Well, like, the, the pregame thing, I people are complaining about. It's like it's like basically all about Ohio State. It's like this is supposed to be a Notre Dame, but they've always been that way. They've always right. been that way. Yeah. Where have you guys been? Yeah. Like that's why I don't want right. Notre Dame to resign with NBC, but you know they're going to. So whatever. Ryan Olnick, thanks a lot. Hard loss. Every level played so tough. What's done is done, though. No use blaming one thing or person. What do you guys think moving forward? God bless. Well, like this is a post. Ryan, I appreciate you, man. I, I do, but this is a post game show, right? Like this is a show where we talk after the game, post game about the game, right? I mean, that's what we do. If if Notre Dame would have won, we wouldn't have been like, all right, great win. Let's talk about Duke. You know, uh, no, we'd be talking about what they did to win the game, right? And we're talking about, we're not like, oh, fire this guy, fire that guy. This guy sucks. This is why you shouldn't have hired Jared. I'm not doing that stuff. Look, I would hope that Jared Parker sitting in his office tonight saying, you know what? Like 14 points, I'm going to get it done. And I I should have done this. I should have done this. I could have done this. And next time, we're not going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. But you got to look back and evaluate what you did before you can move on and make it better. You know, sure. so... Yeah, that's basically where I'm at, man. That's basically where I'm at. And um Yeah, <laughs> the Ohio State fans are saying it was so pro Notre Dame in the pregame. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Just depends on who you root for, folks. That's yeah. why I'm saying the broadcast booth had right. nothing to do with it. Irish 42, right. thank you for the super chat. We 100% beat ourselves. We were the best team on the field. Multiple times in the game, we beat ourselves. Yeah. I mean, there's some truth to that. Part. What's that, Ryan? I just said I agree with the last part that you yeah. beat yourselves a lot, but you yeah. weren't the best team on the field. You lost, right? I, and and I, they don't—they didn't hundred percent beat themselves. I mean, at some point in time, we do. There are plays you gotta—you gotta look at and say, you know, JT, great play, man. Way to sniff out that yeah. screen. Because again, yep. if he doesn't sniff out that screen, the sucker's going. You know, I'm just not sure he's the guy that I would want to run a screen at. I mean, go watch the Penn State game last year. I'm not sure he's the guy you want to run a screen at. You know what I mean? But, um. I mean, Kyle McCord still has to make that throw on third and 19. He's still got to make that throw. He's still got to make that throw yeah. on fourth and seven. He made a lot of clutch throws. Yeah. I, I, I'll give him a lot yeah. of credit. Yes, some of his guys were wide open, but he yeah. made a lot of clutch throws and some clutch moments. I, You yeah. know, I, he played, you know, his, again, he played, it, he played his best when it mattered most. Yeah, he right. His best when it mattered most. Right, exactly. Um, what was it the fourth and seven throw? I mean. Yep. Fourth and 18, uh, or third and uh, 18, fourth and Emeka, seven. Mecca made a, a heck of a play on that and he beat thomas harper but that was not an easy throw like that you, you throw that sucker at all remotely behind a mecca there and thomas harper's breaking it up like so yeah we can we can look back and say man you know you gotta you gotta do this and you gotta do that and there's some truth to that but at the same time that kid made the plays you need to make so i mean yeah notre dame beat themselves in, in some regards but part of that too is ohio state made plays at when they yeah, at times plays, as well guys. right i mean right. that's just the, right. the bottom line look and guess who else made plays their coaches made plays by calling a runoff left tackle when yeah. there was no defensive end oh, <laughs> they, they they somebody in the stadium saw that there was no defensive end yeah. and that's why ohio state ran right there yeah right yeah. there and they still only scored by an inch and a half but they yeah. scored. God, just watch that DJ drop again on that last drive. Right, just, right here. Right in his hands. Yeah. Right in his hands. All right. Jacob Mears with the super chat. 
it says D, do not disrupt. No, oh, D, Defense. not disruptive yeah. enough. I got, yeah, not disruptive no. enough. Torched on prevent. Oh, not aggressive, balanced, counter tendency, not using Sam, coaching missed opportunities, bad choices, refs. Jack obviously doesn't bat for us because this never changed. Well, they were Big Ten refs. Yeah, right? again, and I, and I don't think the refs, like I thought early on they made a couple early calls that really I thought were, were, were didn't help Notre Dame at all. But then there were some calls later that, that, you know, helped Notre Dame. So it just, they were not a very good crew. It wasn't a, I mean, it just, guys, there's just officiating in college football is bad. I think the disruptive part that, guys, that's been, that's been the one consistent theme that we've said about Notre Dame all year on defense. They had two tackles for loss and one sack in this game. Now they had a decent number of stuffs in this game because for a team that only had two tackles for loss, you know, Ohio State's running backs didn't have a lot of room to work tonight outside of that. I mean, again, that that play matters. A big play, yeah. But, you know, I mean, Diamante Tranum had 13. He was coming into this game at seven yards a pop. He had 13 yards on six carries. You know, Mayan Williams had one carry for zero yards. Travion had that great run on the 61. I mean, great run. He he got the corner and went and all that. But, like, on his other 13 carries, he had 43 yards. I mean – but at the end of the day, I mean, at some point in time, you've got to start putting people behind the sticks, right? Ryan, almost every week when we talk about the, the offensive keys to the game, what's one of the things you talk about? Hey, you stay on schedule. stay ahead. And when you're not defense is not putting teams, can't put teams off schedule. Like, guys, third, fourth and seven is a lot easier to convert than fourth and 12. Yeah. You know, get some negatives. And two tackles for loss tonight. Now, the positive is Notre Dame's offense only gave up two tackles for loss themselves. I mean – I, I thought their offensive line played really well tonight, but they've got to be a more disruptive football team. And this is something we complained about against Central Michigan last week. So I don't know why we would have expected something different this week against Ohio State, but it needs to get fixed some yep. way, some shape, or form. Uh, offensively, we talked a lot about that kind of stuff. So we've kind of dove into all that. But I appreciate the super chat, man. Relic you never forget thy fall, O Icarus of the fearless flight. For the greatest tragedy of them all is never to feel the burning light from Oscar yeah. Wilde. Yeah, this is what I love about our chat. I mean, we got Oscar Wilde quotes in our post game. They, they threw they they flew real close they to got, the sun and it uh yep. didn't work out too well in the end, unfortunately. Yep. No doubt. You got you to go close to the sun, though, Vince, to know that you can't go to the sun. You know what I mean? That's what so, they tell me. Yeah, yeah. that's what they tell me. Right. Ben, Benjamin Morrison. I'm sorry. I'm just watching the replay of the game. And I'm oh, like, I was going to say. a flipping dude. Yeah, well, we knew that. Yeah. Do, do you think he comes down in door, or, uh, inbounds on that uh, on the last possession? No. Or are you not even there? Yeah, I didn't no. think so either. No. I mean, hit him in the stomach. I would have loved to have him come down with it. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't think he comes in bounds with it. Yeah. That way we could have had at least another review. That's on not one that I count as a missed interception opportunity. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I was just curious. All right, Rob Titoff, thank you so much. Heartbroken, tired of losing these. Agreed. Amen, dude. Me too. Me too. Amen, Rob. I'm with you, buddy. Me with too. You. Eventually, I would love yeah. to say that Notre Dame is going to turn the corner, and that's not going to be the yeah. case anymore, but we still got to see it. Yeah. Next super chat's from one of uh, Ohio, the Ohio State fans that's been in our chat for months. Oh, okay. Uh, good Mike dude. Marino. Yeah, yeah. Mike's so, thank you for several, the big super, super chat, super man. Chat. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it very much. This is a good game or great game, y'all. Your season isn't over yet. Hope you went out. Also, can you guys stop injuring our best wide receiver, even if it isn't intentional? You know, look, <laughs> he man, came, when he came back, dude, it looked bad. It looked I didn't really, I, I believe he came back in. Really yeah. bad. And I don't know how much they showed on the TV broadcast, but he got rolled up on. And yeah. I, I thought I, it was gonna be a knee. 
I thought he was done. I, I, felt I thought he broke his terrible. leg. I, 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 thought, I felt terrible for him. Yeah. And I actually blocked somebody in the chat because, ah, we should have broke his ankle. No, yeah. that's not at all it, what it, you want to do. Yeah. And then so, Ryan, when he, when he turned, when he twisted his leg, like when he was laying on the ground and he put his leg on top of his other leg, that's usually like a reaction that you do when like something really bad happened. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was done. I really he came did. Back I'm, I mean, I'm glad he did because that would have sucked. Yeah. I, I, I do. Was, look, I, I was shocked. Ryan, I like watching that kid play, game. man. He's a good yeah, football player. A Mecca's a good football player. Yeah. Uh, that that battle tonight between Benjamin Morrison and Cam Hart and and and, and Marvin Harrison was fun to watch yeah. in this game. Yeah. I mean, that was a that was a good match. I'm just glad the kid's not the kid's not banged up. So I'm just glad he came back at back in there. Patrick Barnes, thanks for the super chat. Did anyone else notice that Notre Dame only had ten players on the field yeah. for the last two plays? Of the game, this obviously came in earlier, and yes, yeah, we did notice. Yeah, no, I appreciate you. Patrick. I honestly, but you know what, Patrick? To be honest with you, didn't notice it in real time. I yeah. saw it after the fact when it was all over social I, media. But I, I, I wouldn't say that I noticed it, but I noticed that there was like some weird lining up issue on that. On the yeah, like you saw that like, bubble when they lined uh, yeah. up on that that fort that 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 third down run, Ryan. You could see the bubble yeah. on the left side. Like we've talked about the soft spots. You look for the soft yeah. the bubble soft bubbles to run on, and it. you saw like oh what, what? and it, like and there was a tight end. I think the tight end of that side as well. And you're like, why are they not? Why are they not lined you're, up? You're that, like, there was way. three down linemen on the goal line. You're kind yeah. Of like, Something didn't look right. I didn't know that it was only 10 on the field, but something didn't look right. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Patrick. Nate Galino with the Super Chat. Thank you. Feel for the kids tonight, but unfortunately, it feels like coaching let them down when it mattered the most. Game of inches, and it bit us in the end. It wasn't just coaching, yeah. but a lot of it was coaching at the end. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, again, I, I, I hated what sometimes Al kids talk to make plays. The, yeah, I hated what Al Golden called on the third nineteen. I, 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 right. I, I think it's inexcusable that your defense goes out there after out of a timeout with ten guys in the field. But at the end of the day, neither of those plays happen if you if you catch the interception on what was a pretty good play call. Like sniffed out a seam route, knew it was coming. DJ rolls right underneath it. Ball game. Right. Yep. So, yes, the the coaching did not do what they needed to do today in, in certain situations at other times. Look, guys, I'll say this right now. The off the offensive and defensive coordinator had a lot more really good calls tonight than bad ones. A lot more. It's just in the money situations. They didn't put him in position to be successful, whether it was not the right play call or. Look, when when things don't work, guys, you got to look at your football team and say, "Hey, did we do enough to prepare them to execute in this situation?" I mean, that's right. that's what good coaches do. Good coaches are going to look 100%. at that. And they're not going to say, "Well, freaking Sam or freaking this guy or freaking." They're going to say, "Look, I, we we didn't do enough to prepare our guys to win." That that's what champions do. And if the Notre Dame coaches are sitting in their offices tonight, pointing the finger at players, then then they're not the staff. I think they are. You know, they need to be looking inside, and saying, "What what can I do to make sure my kids don't don't." Don't make those mistakes next time. That, that's what I get paid a lot of money to fix, you know, and 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 that's what that's what great coaches do. And I'm um, yeah. hopefully the staff responds from it because here's the thing: we've seen teams win championships, lose football games in the regular season, guys, to worse teams in Ohio State. Right, so you know it, the season's not over yet. You just got to go out there and get better, and not make those mistakes again. But I think the one thing that concerns me, Ryan, is you you talked about it. The fact that we're now five games in and, and there's a certain part of the field that just teams know when they need to play, they can just go to it. 
and it hasn't been fixed yet is a is a problem. It's a problem. And, and that specific part of the field, it's easy to make plays there. Just saying. No. Nope. <laughs> David Prevo with the super chat. I'm not mad with the players' effort or the coaching outside of Hartman's fourth down sneak, but we seem cursed in big games. No, they're not cursed. Believe, they I don't, don't believe in witchcraft. Legs. So I'd Right, like it'd be one thing if they lost because you know, a ball hit a Notre Dame guy in the hands, went up in the air, hit another Notre Dame guy, and then, you know, the Ohio State guy f- slides behind and catches it as time's running off. No, that, that's not what happened. You know, no, here's here's what it comes down to, fellas. Notre Dame as a football program has yet to learn how to close out yes. and finish off these games. Look, they had every chance in the world to beat Georgia in 2017. Had every chance in the world to beat Georgia in 2019. They had a, you know, they they've been in these situations where it's like, hey, you know what, you got a chance to win this one and you don't get it done. That's right. what it comes down to. It's not being cursed. It's about you got to learn how to win, you know. And and that's the that's going to be the task for Coach Freeman is is we can sit there and say, you know, love what the guy's doing. He loses this game. Oh, screw it. This is why you know start throwing all that. I'm not going to do that. Look, he didn't do enough as the head coach to get this team out on top tonight. And then coordinators and players sure. are there's, when you lose, there's, there's blame to go everywhere. The, the key now is what do you do about it? You know, and that's going to be the next step is what do you do about it? You know, when, when, when Dabo Swinney was the head coach at Clemson before they won a title, the word Clemsoning was a thing and it was not said fondly. You just found ways to keep losing these kind of football games. And it was different every time. And then eventually they changed it and said, well, we're not going to be that way anymore. So we're going to beat Notre Dame. We're going to beat Alabama. We're going to beat Florida State. We're going to beat South Carolina. And they changed. Marcus Freeman's got to change it. And in, until they start winning these games, Vince, it's not a curse. It's just you're not good enough yet. Yep. You got to get good enough. Yep. And it's not just about recruiting. You you, you got to make those guys make those plays. There's nothing and then supernatural also about it. And then Tackle. also keep recruiting. Yeah. Be in the right place. Like, you know. Yeah. And, and yes, it's on me. Like it's on the coaches that they had 10 guys on the field agreed, yep. but you know who else it's yeah. on the guy that wasn't on the field because right. they obviously called a package and that guy wasn't there. So right. yes, yeah. at the end of the day, it is the coach's fault. The kid knows he's supposed to be out there too. And he's probably beating himself right. up about it. I don't know who it was, but he's probably beating himself up about it. Like, man, if I was there, maybe I could have made the play. You know what I mean? So yeah. there, there's plenty of blame to go around. There's plenty of blame yeah. to go around. Yep. I, I hope I hope they figure it out before I die is all I hope. Yeah. That's all. So yeah. me too. Whenever that whenever that is. I don't know. Lord Dern's Jurassic Park shorts. One of Brian's favorites. Love the defense. Too many points left off the board from special teams and the offense. And then this emoji. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm also. I, this is all due respect to Spencer Schrader, but I'm a little tired of hearing about how long he can kick a field goal. But then he yeah, it doesn't matter. On field goals. I'm really, and here's what you matter. do: when it's under 50, have somebody else kick. When it's over 50, sure. you put him in there, let him kick a 50 something. Right. Field goal. It doesn't sure. matter. I, I, yeah. I. He does have a big leg. We've seen it, and it's all inspiring. But you know what? You got it. The ones that are 45 and in, for, well, 47 and you got to hit those. Vince, I'd rather look like crap and barely get anything on it and barely yep. scrape over the over the you know the the post for for three than to well I kicked the crap out of that one is five feet to the right, right. but he kicked exactly. the crap out of it you know like that's uh, Alabama 100%. used to have the uh, short range and long range kicker that I think yeah. worked out pretty well for them a few years ago so yep. you have to be accurate man if you're not accurate it doesn't matter Tyler right. Evans do you think Marcus Freeman lost faith in Spencer Schrader in this game or the rest of the season 
I think it's an open competition. So if you want to call that losing faith, I can't speak for Marcus Freeman. I've lost faith. But if he goes out there and he hits everything in practice, he's still the kicker. Yeah, but but after some point in time, the 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 game results have to start trumping the practice results, uh, right? I mean, to, to, to your point, up up to now, uh, up to now, fair. Right. But if like let's say let's say they open the competition and they start it tomorrow because they practice on Sundays, right? And when it's all said and done and they they chart it all out and he's head and shoulders above whoever the next guy is, he's the guy that you trot out there. Sure. I mean, you know, right. If it's close, it's I think you trot the kicker. other guy out there. Right. You know, there's a 25 kicker asleep, two floors up. Just can saying. I can I say something else? Why would you fair catch a kick return at the end of the first And then half put a knee on and it. And then take a knee? Like, <sighs> Yeah. I really miss Brian Mason. I know. Trash. This is his third one. Refs didn't swing the game, but they didn't help. Fair that's, enough. That, that's fair. Sure. That's, that's a fair, fair statement. Sure. That's, that's a fair, fair statement. They didn't help yeah. either team. Right. They didn't help either team. I, I think more calls broke Ohio State's way. But that's Mike, fair Vince, too. you and I somewhat disagreed on the personal on the first personal foul. You know, whether right. that should have been a per, whether okay. they should have picked it up or not. Right. Yeah. It, it wasn't blatant. I thought it should have been a call to, you know, you, you give that shove five yards out of bound, but it wasn't like a a cheap, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, so like it, it, if it was the other way around, Notre Dame fans said, that's not a freaking personal foul that you, why are you even calling? You know what I mean? But right. I, right. I think sometimes calls are going to benefit one team more than the other. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily designed to do so. Sure. That's kind of how I feel about it. But yeah, they didn't help either. Absolutely. Rob Titoff, DJ Brown was Pete Bursich, 93 all over yeah, again. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. All right, Nez ties in. Notre Dame lost when something worked for them. Okay, hold on. Back up. Notre Dame lost because when something worked for them, the coaches went away from it. I mean, they did at the very end. That wasn't like their MO for the entire game. Yeah. But at the end, yeah, they did go away from what was working. There's a few times on third down, I just, it's like, okay, if you're going to drop that many guys, the, the linebackers need to be looking up people, and they're not. They're just dropping into zones with no feel for, you know, guys coming into their zone or getting under a slant or it's like, it just, they're just dropping a drop. And I mean, how many, I think two different third downs, you know, Cade Stover just runs and he's just wide open on a drop seven or drop eight. And just stuff like that can't happen. It just can't happen. Caleb Collins coaching staff choked. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I, I look, I, I, I hate it when people say, oh, choke, choke, choke. But like at the I end of the day, it's word. all, yeah, I, I I dislike that, but at the end of the day, right. the, the, when the game was on the line, you know, if if Ohio State would have lost this game because on on one of Notre Dame's possession they were able to make a play because they didn't have the guys on the field, we'd be saying the same thing about Ohio State, right? People it choked the game away. I mean, I I just I there's certain terms, Vince, that you say like I just just don't like. Because it takes away any real analysis of it. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know what else to call it. You didn't have enough guys in the field when the game's on the line. Coming out of a timeout. Like, to your point, Vince, it'd be one thing if, like, you know, Ohio State goes on there and they quickly spike the ball and they line up to run another play and and one guy quickly runs off. and it, it, That's right. bad enough. But, like, you came right. out, of out of a timeout. Out of a timeout? That's sad. Yeah. Like, you came out of a timeout with, without yeah. the, Look, enough guys in the field. I would hammer a high school coach for that. Yeah. Hammer them. 
I would ha- like if that, if that happened to my kid's high school team, like Monday when I go back into, I would hammer him for only having ten guys on the field. I would. So yeah. if I would do that to a high school coach, I got to do it to the college coach. It's inexcusable. Yeah, it's just, you can't. You cannot do that for it two is. plays. Yeah, and I know the players got to be on the field, but say, again, there comes a right. point in time where the guys making the most money. Yes, that are paid to to do that need to be making sure that those guys are on the field. You know, I mean, and, just uh, terrible, just terrible, yeah. terrible. No excuse for yeah. it, and I'm not going to make one. There's yeah. no excuse for it. Yeah, Jonathan Smith, thanks. A great thing to see was the Notre Dame fans show up and had that stadium rocking for four quarters. It's very it's the best atmosphere I've ever seen. At a, yeah, per- personally, it was awesome at Notre at at a Notre Dame game. It was. It was, and it was spoiled at the end, but it was the best I've ever seen. Yep. Now, Trevor, wasn't, Vince, let me ask you this. Weren't you at the USC 05 game? I was. It was better than that? Because I wasn't yes. there. I'm just curious. 100% okay. better. Yes, okay. it was. Yep. Because of all the stuff going on? or like, Yeah, I think they just okay. added to it. It got, you know, right. they didn't have, a, you know, great music back then. Right. They didn't have the video board okay. and they didn't have the so light. I, I just show. wasn't sure if you so, meant just the crowd noise or if you meant like the whole, the whole thing. I'm I just, the whole, the whole thing elevated the crowd noise. I gotcha. More so than it was. You know what I, I mean? Mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. I was just curious. Yeah. Trevor Rocket. Thanks for the super chat from Canada. Brian, Vince, and Ryan, well said all around about the game to be an elite program and for this team to finally get over the hump. They need to make plays to put teams away. It's getting so old. Love you guys and IB Nation. I love you too, Trevor. <laughs> well, like, look, Vince, what, um, you know, everybody's always trying to get us to do the Ric Flair woo, right? But not doing that. And okay, tonight's not the night for that. But but I will no. give you this rare Ric Flair quote. What was Ric Flair's quote? To be the man, you got to beat the man. Right. Right? Simple. If you want to be that team, start beating those teams. Yep. Notre Dame's had a lot of really close. Like, this is one of the biggest misconceptions that people have about Notre Dame in the Brian Kelly area. Is, oh, they, they got blown every time they played a big game. No, they, not in the regular season. There were some, Michigan 2019 and Miami 27. But there's a lot of those games that were really hard-fought games that you just lost at the end. You know, Clemson 2015, Stanford 2015, Georgia 2017, Georgia 2019, you know, like where you had chances to make plays and you couldn't make those plays. And 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 that's something that Marcus Freeman, that's one of those demons that Marcus Freeman's going to have to figure out a way to exercise. Right. If this program's going to take the take the next step. Simple as that. Yep. Agreed. From Rob again, thank you very much. Should have kept running that final drive. It was like Rocky Three, where Clubber Lang was getting tired like the OSU D line. I look, I firmly believe if they get the handoff on the bad play call, as Ryan established, because it was slow developing, if it's a quick hitter, they get that handoff, they run the ball every time. They run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And it may be game over because I agree that the offensive or the offensive line was beating the crap out of the defensive line. I agree with that wholeheartedly. With with, Ald- yeah. with Aldrich's last carry of the day, I was just like, if they give that kid the ball the rest of the game, it's over. Like that's just, his, <laughs> I mean, his last carry of the game. Ryan was a was a what twelve yard gain. Twelve. 12. He wasn't on. He was like not on the field. Tackles. I don't think the next yeah. three plays. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he was on the field the next three plays. 
Yeah. And he and he only had like, like what fifteen carries. It wasn't like you yeah. you overused it. Yeah, like exactly. That. Like it, he wasn't worn out, right? Like yeah. now now I actually liked the 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 love price push sure. in the second half because Ohio State was played to play bully ball. They were like you know they. And I felt like throwing that change of pace a little bit where you're running the counters and they're bouncing and they're just gashing those creases, right? Where, you know, Audric's, we talked about this, Vince, before the game. Like, Audric's got good long speed, but Audric's not a out of the stance, boom, getting downhill in a, in right. a million miles an hour like Dexter Williams and guys like that. He's more like Josh Adams was, where he, he needs to build up speed to hit home runs. Like, once Audric gets in space and he can get going, he, as we saw against NC State, he can run. But those guys have a little different gear, man. Like Jeremiah Love just gets downhill at just a different gear than everybody else. And so those those little creases that Ohio State was closing on a couple of those runs, Jeremiah was getting through for 7, 8, 12 yards. I thought that change of pace was huge, and I thought that then set up the chance to really put him away with Audric on that last drive. And that, that was um, – He's the closer. I mean, because yeah, on that on that it. miscommunication, it wasn't like you had a miscommunication yeah. with Audric. You had a you had a miscommunication with Devin Ford and Jeremiah Love. Right. Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah. I think he was trying to hand it to Love, if I remember right. I don't have it in yeah. front of me, but I believe that's what he was trying to do. Couldn't remember if it was him or Ford. It was, it was a weird. I thought play. Ford was lead blocking, but it yeah, doesn't it was a weird matter. play. Yeah, it's it a weird matter. play. Sean Stewart, tough loss down to the wire. Build off of this. Go Irish. Of course, yeah. I agree. They have to build off of it. Still, it is yep. a very tough loss. Yep. It's just it what what is funny to me is the I mean, Ohio State won on the last play of the game for all intents and purposes. Yeah, they put a second back on the clock. They won on the last play of the game, right? And if Notre Dame stops them there, every one of the people in the chat have just a completely different attitude than they do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this team is horrible. But this team is fantastic. It's just right. it's hilarious to me. It's one play. Yeah, it, it is, but it's like that last play is indicative of who Notre Dame has been for a long time because they don't make that one play that you need to make to not have it come down to that, right? Like, I mean, Vince, you said it in the in the um in the press box. Like this had it had such a, a USC 05 feel to it. Yes. I haven't had you know, this feeling since just, then. Yeah, where it just was like, oh, God, you just – Right. So close. Yeah. So close. Yeah. This is the next Super Chat, man. Oh, okay. Michael, thank you very much for the Super Chat. Disappointed in the loss. Being a Notre Dame fan pains me. Also, I miss Blake Groupie big time. Heartbroken, but season not over. Go Irish. People were not a huge Blake Groupie fan, by the way. I don't know right. what this revisionist history is all about with right. Blake Groupie. Now, I know he's doing good with New Orleans, <laughs> but they, apparently. But like, people did not like him yeah. when he was here. Okay, but he had he his fair not. share of misses. Yes, he last did. year as well. You know, yes. now he didn't miss as many. Granted, and he was he was three of four after his first four games, and he was five right. of uh, six after his first five games. Yes, right. And and his misses tended to, you know, he went through that stretch from Syracuse to BC where he went two of five. Remember that? And then he went five yeah. of nine from UNLV to Navy. So he had his moments as well. Oh, yeah. Now, right? if you want to say you miss Justin Yoon, yep. you can miss Justin Yoon. And I'm on board yep. with that. Yeah. I am on board. Yep. Yep. <sighs> All right. Lord Dern's Jurassic Park shorts got another one. 
I hope Vince got his wristband. Nope, they didn't have any in the press box. But my son brought his home, and I was playing with it in the okay. car. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. I get Notre Dame isn't going to win every big game, but this seems to be the same record being played. Best teams you should beat and lose to the teams no one expected you to beat. Just disappointed and sad. I get that. Because you, yeah, you're not going to win all of them. Nobody wins all of them. Right. You need to oh, win some won of them. Any of them. That's the right. problem. <laughs> Other than Clemson. But again, Clemson last, Clemson's a different. I mean, the two Clemson teams they beat were not right. 2018 Clemson. Right. You know, they weren't 2016 Clemson. Right. DJ Uyunglele Clemson was a different type of Clemson. And yep. It doesn't mean they weren't big wins, but they weren't this kind of win, of what this kind of win could have meant for Notre Dame. Yep. Tim Frowley. Thanks, buddy. To paraphrase the great Daniel Patrick Moynihan, quote, to be Irish and a diehard Notre Dame football fan is to know that in the end, the world will break your heart, unquote. Yeah. That's the way I feel. Very sad. I don't know what's going on in the super chat. I just see emojis that are inappropriate. All right. Uh, Go Irish. Thank you for the super chat Uh, at me. I'm I'm the one who asked about confidence in the game's outcome the other day. Had no idea it would come true. Thought a team would take control by the mid-third quarter. Clock management. Last possession. Word. Yeah. So... Um. So we're blaming you then for I, for speaking yes. it into existence. <laughs> I'm just. Them. I don't know what yeah. I said. I I say a lot of things. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I was confident Notre Dame was going to win. I mean, look at my look at my prediction. Yeah. I thought they would win by four points. I think is what I said. Well, I was blaming. Go they would have won by four he, points. He's the one that asked the question. Oh, I see. I was blaming. Gotcha. I was like, I, but I, I don't know. I'm kidding. Go Irish. Yeah. But I think we were all confident this week. Yeah. I think we were all confident. Well, that's the thing that was, win. yeah, I, I woke up Vince and I said at the, at the tailgate today, and by the way, for all of you stop by the tailgate, it's it great meeting so many of you. We had yes. met so many people today, but we haven't talked about that at all. You know, but my, but my thing about, about events is I said today, so I just, I had a weird feeling about this game. Like I've been confident all week yeah. and just cause I break down the film and, and, and this team is better than Ohio state. And I, Look at the numbers, and this team's better than Ohio State. But I just woke up this morning, and I said to people in the chat, but it's just like I still just haven't seen Notre Dame win this kind of game, and I just got that that BKPTSD is kicking in a little bit. And then that's and then we went out and saw what we saw and just missed too many missed opportunities. You can't win games against teams like this when you miss that many opportunities, and that's something they're going to have to fix. Look, guys, there's a whole lot of football left to be played. Notre Dame's five games in. There's still seven games left. Got some big games left on the schedule. Ryan, you said it the other day. This is going to be a chaotic college football season. Notre Dame will have chances to, if they can win some big games, to be in this conversation for a playoff berth come the end of the season. But but they're going to have to figure out ways to make the plays in those moments that they're still just not making them in. Yeah. This is um Ohio State, an Ohio State fan who uh, okay. has been I, I think pretty pretty respectful in the chat. So Eric Montoya so I mean, he gave us a super chat. So I mean yeah. I'll take it. Uh, shout out to Notre Dame. You guys have a lot of good football left to play. You guys have a good team. Thank you, sir. I pre- and he's given yeah. us the salute emoji. Yeah. Appreciate that, Eric. It was a good game. I mean, yeah. I was, was literally on the edge of my seat the entire game. So, I yeah. mean, it was a yeah. good game. There's no yeah. doubt about it. When you're a play here, a play there away from beating a yeah. team like Ohio State, you didn't play bad. You didn't. Right. It, 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 this isn't a thing where, like, man, this freaking Notre Dame team didn't come to play today. They, didn't, they weren't ready. They weren't focused. They didn't play hard. They got their. It, none of that's true. I mean, this team right, played their exactly. butts off. They didn't execute well enough. 
this team played with a lot of heart tonight. So did Ohio State. You know, and uh, you know, end of the day, man, it's like you've got to start making some of those plays. Yep, no doubt. You know, about and, it. and their name did play their butts off. They're a good football team. They're just not good enough yet, right? This isn't like there's 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 proper reactions to this game, Vince, and then there's improper reaction to this game. And all oh, the season's over, and this uh, yes. okay. Now an improper just, reaction is that yeah. this game breaks yeah. this team. That's an improper right. reaction. This season's over with. Yeah. Oh, okay, then, then stop watching. It's all good. It's all I understand it. If if you can't handle that, then then stop watching. Yeah. There's things I got to get better at, and, and I'm tired of the almost games. But there's a lot to also build on from this game. This team is talented. This team played their freaking butts off. This team played hard. This team brought a lot of fire. This team left it all out on the field physically and emotionally. Now they just got to play better football in clutch situations. You know, it's like the Jared Parker stuff. Well, let's get to one of the, there was a super chat here, Vince, that I actually want to kind of get to uh, that speak, speaks to this, but it was one of um, here. Let's get to this one. Cause it kind of speaks to what we're talking about here, Vince. All right, barbecue pitmaster. Thanks a lot, Brian. Was Parker out coached tonight? Is it me or is the hire of Parker a huge gamble for a program of Notre Dame stature? I mean, look, we have praised the job Jared Parker has done in the last several games, and there were certain things that Jared Parker did tonight that I liked. There were other things he didn't like. D- did he get out coached? Look, Jim Knowles won the battle between the Notre Dame defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator. But there were also some times tonight where Jim Knowles had no answers for what Notre Dame was doing offensively. So, yeah, he's got to do a better job in those money situations. And was it a gamble to hire him? Yes, of course it was a gamble. He, he'd never been a play caller before. But neither had Clark Lee. And, and sometimes those gambles pay off. And I think Jared Parker, the gamble for Jared Parker is going to pay off. And I, I know that I'm not everybody agrees with me I'm, Good buddy of mine who I respect a great deal, his football mind, doesn't agree with me. He's done with Jared Parker. I, I get it. But at the end of the day, it's you're paid money to make the, the calls and and put your players in position to make those money plays. And I don't think that they did that tonight. But am I going to now say, okay, we're just going to ignore the fact of what he did as a play caller the last four games? I'm not doing that. I mean, y'all can. You're more welcome, entitled to do that, but I'm not. Just now, next time they're in a situation, Coach Barker's got to make some better calls in those situations. And, the, and he's got to make sure his players are prepared to execute those plays in those situations. But I've seen enough good things from Jared Parker this season where I'm going to say, hey, look, I, I want to see what, how he responds to this. That's going to tell us the answer to this question. It, how does Coach Parker respond to this? How does he get his team to bounce back from this next week? If they go out there next week and lay another egg because they couldn't get over this, that's a problem. But if this team comes out smoking next week and says, "Hey, we're we're going to build on this, and we're not going to we're not going to be in this situation again against what is a pretty good Duke defense," then okay, this this guy's got the chops. Now you just got to learn from this mistake and don't make it ha- let it happen again and be better next time. That's my thoughts on events. I don't I don't know what your thoughts are on that. No, I'm with you. I mean, I don't want to echo everything that you just said. I'm still a Jared Parker fan. I think he. I wasn't a fan of the the last uh, the last possession. I mean, yeah. that's where I'm at. I'm not. And the two fourth, I, I, four fourth down calls. The, the, sure. That's, yeah. and that's fine. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I get, they were trying to hurry up and, and do a quick quarterback sneak. And Sam got, Sam got a little bit too cute on that. 
trying to get it around the outside and ran into his own guy, you know? So it is what it is. Yeah. All right. JW, Ryan looks so defeated. It's like I'm looking in a mirror. What is the worst missed opportunity in your opinions? I mean, this is, this is, yeah. I mean, we could do a three hour show on this. I mean, Miami 2017, Georgia 2017, Georgia 2019. I mean, just recently, you know, Cincinnati 2021. Um, yeah, and tonight. I mean, oh, there's, I, I there's been ta- a lot. I thought he was talking about during this game. That's why I told oh. him. But, yeah. it, I mean, uh, offensively, to me, it was um, second half. It was the quarterback sneak on the first drive of the second half. That's That's the biggest missed one for me. Because you had a chance to come out of the of halftime with a chance to really get some momentum. That that's the one for me. Um, yeah. But that yeah, that's the one that stings the most. Just because I I didn't like the I just didn't like that call. It's like they weren't running it too quick, Vince. I mean, I agree with Shane, but like they went in motion on that play, so it's it wasn't like a hurry type of thing, you know. And yeah, I, I'll say this: I, I defensively, it's the DJ Brown pick. I mean that's yes. that's or, one for me, Ryan. What what, what are your what are your two? DJ yeah. Brown and should be picked. Will haunt me in my dreams. So yeah. that's it. And How about offensively? No, no, hold on. I got one more on defense. The Xavier okay. Watts missed tackle on the sixty-one yard touchdown. Yeah, I get that. I that's get a that. missed opportunity. Yeah. Because and the reason I say it was a missed opportunity because again, if you take away that sixty-one yard touchdown, Notre Dame absolutely handled Ohio State's run game. Absolutely handled them. Mm-hmm. And it if is. Xavier Watts makes that play, it's a four-yard gain, not a 61-yard gain for a touchdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that – and I don't feel like, you know, the next play would have been a big play. I feels like they would have been back to just doing what they were doing the entire game. So that was a huge – that was a huge momentum swing and a missed opportunity. Yeah. Drew Pine just threw a 52-yard touchdown pass to make it 35-28 in the fourth quarter against USC. The, who's winning? Sure. Them? USC. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been a competitive game. Caleb Collins, they acted like Pine was the QB with that game plan. It's a bit hyperbolic, but I mean, I I, I kind of get the point. But I, I see I, what they're you know. saying. But Drew Pine yeah. doesn't make some of the plays that that right. Sam Hartman made tonight. He never tries to make that throw. I mean, yeah, Mitchell Evans made a phenomenal catch on that, but you've got to give him a chance to make a phenomenal Correct. catch on that. And that was one of the big issues we had with Notre Dame in the past was was Ian Book or. Drew Pine or Tyler Buckner's like, dude, you got to give your guys a chance to go make plays. Right. And mm-hmm. I thought Sam did that at, at, at times. So again, I don't think Sam played great. He didn't play bad. It, it's what's the standard we always evaluate guys on. Did you play championship football night? Sam Harbin didn't play championship football night. He didn't suck. Sure. You know, Jared Parker didn't call a championship game tonight. He didn't suck. You know, played a good football team tonight and they didn't do enough. Football is not as black and white as people want to make it out right. to be. That's, that's the right. thing. It's it's just not it's not a black and white situation. Right. Yeah. Jonathan Gabrick. I'm gonna go with that. Uh I didn't like that timeout on fourth and seven for Ohio State. Make McCord think and play on the fly. Don't give day time to get a play and tell him where to go with the ball. We will bounce back. Yeah, I don't know I, told them where to go with the ball per se, but I mean Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind rushing a, an inexperienced quarterback. Yeah. But at the same time, Kyle McCord had a good day, whether it was a coming out of a timeout or not. Yeah. 
He made some he, money. He showed plays. me some toughness today, man. Yeah. Like he made some he didn't money play plays. great. I mean, you look at his numbers. He didn't play great. He went 21 of 37 for 240 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, ran for nine yards, zero yards on four carries, but but like, but he made winning plays, Vince. That's the thing. Exactly. He didn't, he didn't. Oh man, Kyle McCord lit Notre Dame up, but he made when Notre Dame did things they shouldn't have done, he he made him pay for it, right? You know, and then other times he made some throws. I mean, I mean, there's some other kids in that fourth and seven minutes would have, you know, puckered up a little bit and missed a mecca on that crossing route. We've seen that, yep, (laughs) you know what I mean. I was hoping to see it tonight. Yeah, and if you would if I if I was to bet, I would have said I was going to see it tonight, and it didn't. Kyle yep. McCord made plays when it mattered, and he did. Yep. And so that's a it's yep. a cap tip. Yep, to you, absolutely. Maltavius, scared money don't make no money. Period. I get that. I mean, I, yeah, I understand. What you're saying. Scared, I, I get that. Yeah. Truth L with the super chat. Thank you very, very much. What's the one thing Marcus Freeman can do to get Notre Dame to stop being an almost team? Well, I think that the thing is, is, is number one, react better than some of the people on our board and our chat are reacting, right? Uh, you don't yeah. throw, you don't throw everything out that you've done. You show your team, this is what we're capable of. And we play the game that we we hold ourselves to. And when we coach the way we hold ourselves to, and then you show the plays where you don't, and you say, this is the stuff we got to clean up. I mean, at some point it's about, and it's about demanding expectations from yourself and demanding expectations from your, your players. If you're going to go get on players about things, you got to be willing to get on coaches about things. You got to be willing to own things on your own. Hey, this is on me. I'm the head coach. I should have made sure we had 11 on the field. Right. Like now that's what you do in front of your team. You don't throw your D line coach or D coordinator but you, you own it. Now, behind the scenes, you guys want to keep your jobs here. Don't ever let that freaking crap happen again. You know, I mean, but um, look, keep coaching better, keep recruiting better, and just keep I – mean, look, like the foundation is being laid. I, I one, lo- one loss, gut-wrenching loss where Ohio State beat you on the last play of the game does not mean that Marcus Freeman is not the guy and, you know, yeah. and, and – and he, he can't win here at Notre Dame. And it's like, this game wasn't acceptable because of the standard we have for Notre Dame. But there's also a lot from this game that you build on and say, keep keep doing that, coach. But just here, you got to do better. And I think he'd tell you that, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, nobody's more pissed off about how that game ended tonight. I promise you that. No matter how y'all are feeling or how we're feeling, nobody's more pissed off about how that game finished tonight than Marcus Freeman. I can promise you. He just lost his alma mater for a second year in a row. And I had to listen to that jackass head coach go run his mouth after a game. I promise you, Marcus Freeman's got a lot of he's pissed off about tonight. And just use it properly to get your team better. That's going to be the key. You know, let me. I, I, I really want to see how Marcus Freeman has this football team ready to play next Saturday in Durham. I really want to see it. Really want to see it. Because that's going to tell us a little something about this head football coach. Barbecue Pitmaster. Brutal offensive performance. First half, hard to swallow. Donut at home. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You can't not score in the first half. I agree. You, Charlie Weiss's yeah. last belt loop. Thank well, you, let bro. me say, Vince, you, you nailed it during the chat, though. You, 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 when, when you hold Ohio State to three points in the first half, you cannot miss that opportunity. You can't. Yeah. Agreed. Too many points left on the field in the first half, period. 
Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Super sad, but hey, good news. Have you seen the 25 class? How crazy all kids in SEC country, at least ND is recruiting down south successfully. Go IB yeah. in Notre Dame. Ryan, they got five commits from in the 25 class, and I think the most northern one, I believe, is Daniel Anderson from Arkansas. Correct? Because I believe where yep. he's at in Arkansas is north of Mississippi and yep. Alabama. Or- Florida, obviously, too. Right. Yep. yep. Right. Would, yep. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. And despite and obviously despite Notre Dame did get a commitment tonight from CJ May. Ryan will will dive more into that on Monday in the recruiting hour and uh, and have more wrap ups from how the weekend went. Of course. Again from Charlie, I wish Freeman ran out and stone cold stunner Ryan Day and then gave him. The uh, the classic DX suck it chops. I think it would have been worth the suspension. Yeah, but you know what would have been even better than that? Winning. Winning. Because guess who doesn't spout off at the microphone when they lose? Just and if he did, he even looked like even like just a complete loser. If he did, I mean, he already does, but he would look even he would look like a complete loser even to Ohio State fans at that point. All right. Truth L, thank you very much. Am I wrong in thinking the Notre Dame Athletic Department is getting better at not allowing opposing fan bases to get as many tickets, for example, the Georgia game? You know, Vince, we didn't talk about this during the show, but there was not nearly as much red in the stadium as I thought there was going to be. Not even close. Not even close. And um, I think it was Pete Sampson had a really good article about this during the week. Somebody sent me about things that Notre Dame was doing to actively try and limit this it literally hired somebody to thwart yeah that situation i mean like the side we were looking at vince from the press box was almost all green correct i mean it was 90 plus percent green now the this end zone and that end zone had some red and there was some red on on the on the press box side but there when what was it vivid seat said there's gonna be 40 percent. i don't think it was anywhere close to 40 it was like 10 to 15 yeah, like twenty at the it most. Looked, it, it looked a lot I like Clemson last most. year. Most, yeah. Apparently, the vivid seats thing isn't even. That's not even composed based upon like data that they have from like who's buying tickets. It's like a regional thing, apparently, or something. Which is weird. like meaning so, like where they're buying it from. Like no, no, like proximity. So like Ohio State proximity to Notre Dame. So they assume that this is going to be a percentage of the crowds, right? Thing, which is weird. Yeah, because so. I was wondering, like, okay, well, yeah, they had X number from the state of Ohio. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Ohio a lot State of Notre Dame fans, fans from Ohio too. Notre Dame fans, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right. and they, it's a bordering state. Yeah, I mean, hello from Ohio, Notre Dame fan. Yeah. Although you had some family at the tailgate wearing the wrong colors, buddy. I know, right? It's not happening. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Flanagan with the super sticker. Thank you, Patrick. Appreciate it very much. ICURN with Irish Luck. Thanks, World of Analytics. How is Prevent still called? Yeah, I, I, I Vince, you know my stance on this, dude. You've known me a long time. Yeah. When have when have you have, they ever ran prevent in a non you're up multiple scores and there's two seconds left? Have I ever said, Oh, this, this is a perfect time right. for this? I just I hate it. I hate it. I just I hate Everybody. it. I hate giving up. Make them earn it. This is Ryan, you and I talked about the show. Make freaking Ohio State earn every yard they got. And tonight there was five or six plays where I just felt like Notre Dame didn't make them earn it. Yeah. You know, turning turning uh the you know, turning Cade Stover loose on a couple. Kate Silver's good enough. You don't need to help him by not covering him. Sure. You know, giving up seams to a Mech on. I mean, 
you those are giving them yards and i you never do that it's a mentality thing i hate it i i've always hated it i've i've always hated the prevent defense crap unless it's a situation where you're up multiple scores and there's a minute left and you need to make them run four or five plays okay, you know but oh god i hate it i absolutely hate it i don't know vince i hate it i'm with you i'm with you i hate it if you're, Brian, i mean if what, you're I don't know. If you're trying to prevent them from getting in the end zone, don't have guys hanging out in the end zone. Like that's. I don't know. I've always, I've always heard that the prevent the only thing defense prevent the only thing that the prevent defense prevents is winning football games. Yeah. So, Brian, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I I don't. You might have said it, and I just I was pissed off and thinking about something else. But like, what was your thoughts on the the specific? Forget how it was executed, but the specific call on that third nineteen. I mean. I mean, it's too easy. I mean, you have to force things to, I mean, I would I'd rather see them have to take an outside perimeter shot because that's all you have. Like that's the only predetermined breed you have. I mean, it's, it's, I'm a big fan of making things difficult for offenses. Right. And I think that playing your defense the way that you typically do and where people are comfortable with is the best way to cause those issues. So yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of it. Joe. Thank you very much. Just want to give kudos to you guys for fighting through this show. I don't know how you do it. Literally, I would have come and said, we lost. Coaches blew it. Ryan Day is a horse's, you know what, see you tomorrow. Well, I got no problem saying Ryan Day is a horse's ass. I got no problem saying that okay. whatsoever. You're the boss. You could say um, it. I didn't know no, it's all, it's all good, man. It's all, all good. Right. Um, but, the, I mean, honestly, Joe, I, I appreciate you, man. It, it trust me, we were sitting there before the show, like we didn't want to do this, but this is our job. We're professionals, right. right? And and pros. and we didn't build this thing jumping on post game shows, acting like dumb at dumb. Oops, I was almost going to cuss again, acting like you know whiny little idiots that just sit there. Everybody sucks. Fire everybody. This is bull crap. Notre Dame season is over. I mean, like, why would you any of you want to listen to that? Seriously, well, there, you'd find other three drunk idiots at the bar yeah. that could could do that. Yeah, and, there's plenty of other you know, places. Yeah, yeah. We're not so, going to do but that. I, I appreciate you, man. I really do. Yeah, I thanks really for hanging in, Joe. Because I know you're not in a great yeah. mood, and I I appreciate you hanging in and listening, man. Because yeah. you're you're in a rough place right now, and I hope you yeah. hope you make your way out of it, Joe. I got faith yeah. in you, buddy. Three sixty five to life. Thank you very much. Do you feel controlling the clock using heavy runs stole opportunities? For Hartman to be the difference, plus limiting opportunities for their inexperienced quarterback to make mistakes. No, because I I don't think Notre Dame was necessarily controlling the clock as much as guys. That's what they've done. I mean, they've been a 12, 13 personnel team that runs the football a lot. I mean, and builds around their running backs. And if you watch the running backs tonight, it's like, well, yeah. I, I get that. I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more aggressiveness in the pass game to complement that. That's all I that's all that's my my big complaint there. And I and I didn't love all of the some of the you know the 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 fork down calls. I mean all, all that stuff is true, but I don't know that like this wasn't last year where they were just trying to shorten the game. I mean right, this, is, this is who Notre Dame is. It's a completely right? different game plan, guy. Like people are saying it's the same game plan as last year. That is not the case, man. It's yeah. not the case. I I realized from coordinator. Yeah, I mean, I, I sitting back at home and watching certain things, you could you could make that case. But I'm telling you, that was not the case. They were not just trying to control the clock. Right? And they threw they the were, ball on six of their first what? So see, four, five of their first seven plays, they threw the football right in that game. 
You know, I mean, second yep. play of the game went for 25 yards and across to Chris Tyree. So, yeah. I mean, again, I got some things I didn't like, some things I liked, but it, yeah, it, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I mean, it wasn't that. But look, guys, you've got a really good freaking running back room. Yep. And your offensive line was playing pretty well tonight. Like, use it. Use it. Makes too much sense. Tristan yeah. Mize thought we were going to score and potentially win 21 to zero. I, I did too. Honestly, I did. I thought they were just going to, Ryan, like you said earlier, man. I thought, I think I said 21 when, to zero. Yeah, yeah. When Audric, um, when Audric had that run for 12, Ryan said it earlier. I just thought they're just going to keep riding this right down the field and punch it in and score with like 30 seconds left and this ball game's over. I really did. At least run the clock out. At least yeah. run the clock out. Yeah. Yeah. Because what I saw, what I envisioned, Ryan, is Ohio State going all out. Audric or Jeremiah cuts it back and, you know, 20 yards to the house and 30 seconds left in its ball game. I just, I really did. really did. Ethan Bodner, thanks. Uh, truly thought the game was ours after the second touchdown. Got to make the plays. Walked out of the house and just sat there for 10 minutes. I Dude. Hey, that, hey find yeah. your happy place, man. I, I get it. 100%. Yeah. I we that were was there. That was my 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 like time to myself was walking to the car from yeah. the stadium. Like I was just kind of there, and and it wasn't even like there wasn't even Ohio State fans that were like ticking me off this time around. It was just like just want to get to the car because I'm really mad right now, and I need to find my happy place. You know? I had no issues with Ohio State fans. I really, I didn't either. Like, unlike last year, Vince, you and I almost got in about four fights last year. But like, everybody, was we were surrounded down. by Ohio State fans at the tailgate. Yeah. Like, there was one right to our one side, and, and a bunch right to our other side. Yeah. And there was there was cool. Ohio State fans at our tailgate. And well, they I, they better back than right. That's my family. Well, so yeah, know. you know, I'm just saying they were still they still qualify as Ohio State yeah. fans. And uh, I well, half of them, like my, my cousins, are Ohio State fans because either her son or her boyfriend were Ohio State fans. So like, they're not like. I'll, you know, uh, but anyway, um, I didn't have any issues. (laughs) I didn't have any issues with any of the Ohio state fans personally. I know. I mean, I guess I've had issues with the ones in the chat, but not in person. So yeah, I, um, it wasn't after the second TD that I thought the game was over is when they stuffed him on that fourth down run. It's like, it's yes, game. that's when I felt real good. Like you and I were dabbing each other up. Like we're feeling pretty good at that point. Yep. There's no doubt about it. And it's then game. it turned, it turned quickly. That was such a bad that. play call. That Jets really bad. Was like a, a dumb play questionable call. play call yeah. on that one for sure. Yep. Tyler Evans. I lost all respect for Ryan day. What a classless act, but hats off to the rest of the Ohio state coaching staff. And the players. That's about Fair. exactly how I feel, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. I, I, I thought the, you know, I didn't like that that Fryer hit on on Sneed. I thought it was definitely a personal foul. I don't think there was an intent to hurt him. I didn't think I didn't see a lot of cheap plus shots. I didn't. I mean, I thought both teams came out and, and and played their butts off. You know, I thought Jim Knowles did some really nice things today. I, you know, and. um yeah, I, I hats off to everyone on the Ohio State program except the head football coach tonight. Yep. You know, so yeah. Lou Holtz would beat him up though, so it's fine. Seriously. Six, Rally six, Q. Up, Thanks for the super chat. Does the argument of C we need you to make the difference in these games, quote, 
move the needle with any recruits in a loss. We need to continue to gain more elite recruits that can mask some of the issues we constantly had. Well, they had a commitment like during the game. So, uh, well, yeah, one during and one after. Right after. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I don't think recruiting is going to be an issue. Like, the sky is not falling in that, in that arena. I also don't like the perspective of like, come fix things. It's more about like, this is our vision. Come be a part of it. Like that's more my perspective, but right. Yeah. I think there are times where you have a player up position where it can be like, Hey, this is why we need you. Yeah. I I think that, that, but you gotta, you gotta be careful with that because you say that to a kid who's on a visit and then he goes into the, the dorms and he's hanging out with the players. He's like, yeah, they told me I need to come here because, you know, you suck. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard about fights that have happened between recruits and players because recruits will say crap like that. Well, coaches told me that this, you know what I mean? And it's just like, why would you tell a kid that? You know, in, in that regard, you know, there's a right way to say that where it's where it's like, you know, that this is what we're trying to build. And and we think you can we, we think you can be the guy that can help us get it there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's different than saying, Hey, Deuce Knight, this is why we need you because Sam Hartman can't do this. Thanks. No, yeah. no, no. Leviathan, thanks for the super chat. This was Jared Parker's first big game coach in the offense. He did run a play that worked in the game at the end, but it was the wrong decision because OSU is bringing it. I believe this is something he will learn from. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, th- there are things Jared Parker did in this game I didn't like. Some things he did in this game that I really liked. And he's going to – I would – what I know of Jared Parker, he's going to look at that and, and think a lot more about the plays that didn't work than the ones that worked because that's just what good coaches do. So, yeah, he'll learn from it. Now it's it, – again, Vince is like, okay, well, what are you going to do now, coach? And let me see what you got. Right. See how you bounce back. Look, yeah. you got to bounce back too. If you go out in the practice all week this, and you're pissy with your players and you're – Doing this because sure. you're still in your feelings about the game you called or about a kid miss. You know, kids are going to see that and they're like, "All right, this guy's not. This guy's not yep. it." It's but yep. hey, look, we got to be better. We got to do this now. Let's go out and get ready to beat Duke. The whole and, program needs to yeah. bounce back. Yeah. The whole program, yeah. top to bottom. Yeah, top sit in your feelings bottom. for 24 hours, and and yep. and that's okay. Think about how this feels because, like, as a coach, you almost kind of want them to marinate in this a little bit. Yeah, you know, like I want you to think about how you feel like this, and I don't want because like I, I watched Swamp Kings the other day, and and uh, I had some issues with it. You know, they left a lot of stuff out, like they just pretended a certain tight end like wasn't part of that program that entire time. You know what I mean? But like there was that moment where they lost to Ole Miss, and it's kind of like that team came out and was like, you know, I I'm never gonna let this happen again. And it reminded me a lot of the 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 Drew Tra- the Drew Tranquil reaction after the Georgia game, where he's sitting there, he's got his hoodie on, and he's got this really dejected look on his face. And Drew looks at the camera and he's like, and I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty close. He goes, I just feel really bad for the teams that we have to play the rest of the way. And you know what I mean? It's like, it's like he knew what they just missed on. And he knew that we could be – we didn't play well and almost beat Georgia, you know. And and if if this team has the leadership I hope it has, that's going to be how they come out of this game. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for the teams we're about to play because 
we can be great if we play Notre Dame football and and do what we're taught to do and do what we know we can do. Yep. If this team has that reaction come out coming on Monday, Vince, then this then this team's going to be something pretty good, you know. And if they don't, if they if this wallows and this this manifest this not manifest, but if this like um, what's the word I'm looking for here, Vince? But like if this just kind of lingers, then okay, then then one loss is going to then be the reason you lose to another, and you can't let that happen. Patrick Flanagan, if we run the ball on the last possession, we force them to use their last timeout, which uh, which the last 10-second runoff becomes almost a backbreaker for them. I didn't I think mean, that's true. That. No, yeah, that's very true. That. It's a little yeah. revisionist history because I don't think they get the ball back. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if, if they did, to his point, if they did, right. they don't have that. Yeah. Go Irish, Heisman contenders on either side didn't advance their case. I'm not worried about the Heisman right now. I mean, look, if, if, it's again, September if, 24th. Right. Now, could they have helped their Heisman case? Yeah, but there's still a lot of football to be played. I'm not worried about that. But, no, I no, I mean, I agree. Yeah, they're going to have plenty of chances to still make that case in that, in that particular instance. Omar, thank you very much. A bit of Anderson may commit talk for healing. That's Monday, brother. Yeah. We'll get you there. Brian, just real quick, though, I did want to get your opinion on C.J. May. We've talked, we talked about Daniel Anderson the other day, but just briefly kind of your thoughts on, on C.J. May as a player and what kind of pickup this you think that this is, just real quick. Yeah, I mean, before the weekend, he was one of the guys that I said that they're, like, when we were talking that, like, just keep an eye on, you know, as far mm-hmm. as because he kind of gave a similar answer of like, a, you know, I, I want to wait until after the season, but like you never know what might happen type of situation. I'm just like, eh, yeah, like you're probably closer to decision than you might be. But six four, two hundred fifteen 15 pounds. He's that true Viper, a guy that can drop in the coverage a little bit, a guy that can play on the second level, a guy that can rush off the edge. He's a really talented player. He's out of the state of Alabama, obviously. He's gotten offers from most of the SEC programs, including Georgia, for one, right? So it's a big win for Notre Dame, massive win mm-hmm. for Notre Dame to get him out of out of the Southeast. Isn't it, Ryan, they've got a they've now got a commitment from a kid from Alabama and Mississippi. Yep. Like top two three hundred kids. Arkansas. I believe CJ May is ranked as the number one seventy one player in the country by two four seven sports, two forty two by on three, and two sixty nine by ESPN. So this is just some three-star kid that nobody in the SEC wants. Exactly. Garth Cassidy, guys, how far do you think the polls will drop us? I don't think they Uh, go probably a couple spots. I don't think they go past fifteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll even be that much of a drop. I mean, I I think that um, you know Oregon will drop jump them. Utah probably jump them, and that's that might be it. I mean that that might be it. They still have a better loss than LSU. They still have a better loss than Alabama. So yeah, that might be it. Uh what did Oregon yeah, an Oregon State lost to Washington State. So that that's that's another team behind them. So yeah, I I I two, three spots at the most, in my opinion. So like nine to twelve ish, eleven, twelve ish. So yeah. Philip Berardi, do we win if our meals aren't delivered on carts? Okay. Thank you for the uh, super no. chat, Philip. Yep. Trash. Another one from Trash. OSU win with class. Many of their students don't even go to class. Let's get ready for Duke. Go Irish. Love you guys. That's a good Thank one. you, Trash. I like that. I appreciate that one. That was yeah. funny. 
I mean, I, I did. I, I did retweet the one about the you know you want to prevent Ohio State from getting in the end zone. Put it in the library. So I have to. That was hilarious. That I was at least funny. have to appreciate this super chat as well. Yeah. All right, uh, David. Thank you very much. Notre Dame needs to hire a new jumbotron operator. What was the problem with the jumbotron operator? I guess. I'd, I don't, yeah. Be, probably curious about was, that. It was. It it made it more of an electric atmosphere than it was in two thousand five. So I think there's a couple things they do that are like that, that little, like, um, you don't like, like the head, the hedgehog yeah, no! doing the hey, Freddie hey, Mercury hey, thing. Yeah. yeah it's like, no, you okay. don't like that. But like, there's other stuff like, it's fine. It's other, right. I don't, I mean, that's not on the jumbotron operator. He's told what to play. So it's not like he's yeah. got his own personal playlist up there. Yeah. All right. Siggy 13, thank you very, very much. This game made me question my existence. Wow. But I have faith that they'll grow from this. And and this game is the one in the 11-1. and one. This team can either conquer or quit. Let's earn greatness through adversity. Right. I agree with the last part. Yeah. This is a turning point. There's no doubt about yeah. it. You're either going to quit or you're going to be better for this. Yeah. I, I'm on board with that part. There's no yeah. doubt about that. I don't know. Siggy, I, I do, like, if you need to call me or something, if you're really questioning your existence, I can walk you through yeah. it. But yeah. uh, other than that, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm look, Clemson, Clemson uh, when they won their title in 2016, had not won a title in about 35 years. Last title was, I think, in 81. And that team in 2016 lost a home game to Pitt, right, in November. You know, Georgia in, in 2021 won their first title and even longer. I think it was it was almost 40 years. Georgia won a, last won a title in eight, 1980. It was 40 years since they won a title. And in the SEC championship got, game, they got their butts kicked for, by Alabama. And they bounced back and did what they needed to do. This this is That's what I say, like, this season's not over. They didn't just lose to Stanford. They didn't just right. lose to Marshall, right? Exactly. They lost Ohio State in the game they shouldn't have lost, but they did. So how do you respond to it? Like you said, Siggy, how do you respond to it? Because if this team responds well to it, then this is this team's got a chance to. St- they still have a lot of football to play. If they don't respond well to it, and they let this linger, then it's going to bite them in the butt again. Because you're, this was the beginning of the gauntlet. It wasn't the middle right. of the gauntlet or the end of the gauntlet. It was the beginning of the gauntlet, and you've got to respond to it. That's that's right. going to be the key. Yep, completely agree with that. Wine dude, the wine dude. Ten men on the field is inexcusable. Mythigan. Is the and I'm I'm saying it that way because that's the way he wrote it. Mythigan is the clear program in the region. You can fall out of bed and still win nine games. This was a disaster. That's an, an incredible overreaction. Now, yeah, the first the part game. agree a hundred percent, and we've said it. Men on the field coming out of timeout, inexcusable, inexcusable. The second part, right now, hard to disagree with that. Right now, the best team in the Midwest is Michigan. Based on the last two seasons, um, the last part, this was a disaster. That's an overreaction. It was a missed opportunity, a big missed opportunity. This is not a disaster, guys. Right? I, I, I but I, but I understand the emotion. I do, but it, it wasn't that. It wasn't right. that. Exactly. Disaster is harsh. Chief Brody, sad we weren't able to make the tailgate. Spent thirty five minutes in line for the most disgusting bathrooms I've ever seen in the stadium lot. <laughs> I couldn't even. I wouldn't. I would never. No, nope, Vinci and I've talked. How many times have you and I talked about this? I wouldn't. I would never. I just wouldn't do nope. it. Nope. I, I would take the long walk to either the Compton or the Joyce Center. Those are indoor plumbing, and that's where I would go. Yeah. Yep. 
Another one from Chief Brody. Fourth and seven, the student section started moving down. Yeah, they were already storming the field. I get it. Yeah, I don't blame them. I thought, Ryan, did you think the game was over at that point? I mean, were you like, or were you like, they, if they make, obviously, if they make the stop, but like, uh, I don't yeah. know, man. I felt like that whole drive, I was just kind of like, I felt like that whole drive, I was just like, oh, it's, it's potentially the last play at like yeah. six different times. So I kind of got into a group. I was like, eh, I don't know if this is going to end up well for Notre Dame on this last drive. So, yeah. 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 Arts and Jackson, thank you very much for the super chat. And there's another one. Thank you very much. Crazy night. We lose on third 19 and a last second touchdown with only 10 people. I walk outside and my dogs are having puppies. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> okay. I don't That's know how funny. to react either to that. I'm not yeah. sure how to feel about that either. So, all right. My dogs having I mean, puppies. Congratulations okay. to your puppies. Yeah. Just don't tell you my know. wife about that because she keeps talking to me about wanting a puppy. So don't what? let her know that. What? Yeah. You guys got a full yeah. house already. I know. Dude, you got five kids. We have two dogs. I, th- I think we could probably Man. handle another dog. Wow. <laughs> Saying. All right. Uh, Trevor Rocket. Just wanted to second Joe's super chat. Thank you guys for doing this post game show, especially after this one. I can only imagine you lads after seeing that ending live. Day could not coach Holtz's clipboard. Could not that hold coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, agree, agree. Because Coach Holtz actually knows how to win championships. So yeah, yeah. Jason, thanks for the super chat. How does the staff and the team move past this and continue with the rest of the season? Well, they don't like quit. Beating a really good Duke team next week, and right that way—that's step one. Uh, I mean, Ryan, it's basically don't change your mantra. Your mantra is what's in front of you, and right now, what's in front of you is Duke and playing and, lit, and playing to the Notre Dame's. It's simple, Ryan. What's the the standard doesn't change, and the mantra doesn't change. Now live up to it. I mean, that's yep. you. You lose this team, Ryan, if you start okay, this didn't work, so screw it. Let's throw it out and do something different. You, you lose this team if you do that. I mean, yeah. The voice of college. Ooh. Mark Rogers. There you go. Hmm? What now? This is Mark Rogers. The voice of college. Oh, it's Mark Rogers. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, was, I just like the name, the voice of college football. Yeah. Like that's, you know, some self-promotion. If rankings are valid, then Notre Dame wouldn't drop. Unfortunately, AP rankings are not valid. Writers focus on the teams they cover and little else. Well, and the other thing they do is they overreact. The AP writers and coaches writers, uh, or coaches poll, they, they overreact to what happened this most yeah. recent week. As opposed to, well, if you lose, you have to drop. And if you win, you, you have to, you know, instead of saying like, well, this team lost, but this team is still better. Like, you know, did Notre Dame look better today in a loss than Utah did beating UCLA 14 to 7? I mean, that, that should be the conversation you're having, you know, with yourself. And then, and, you know, look, Utah got the job done, right? So you exactly off the spot or whatever. But at the end of the day, these rankings don't matter anyway. I mean, they're just they're what we have now because the playoff rankings haven't come out yet. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Um, but, um, but no, they're not valid. It's just why I'm glad they're no longer part of the conversation in uh, in it anymore. So that's that's nice. So Vince, my man, and Mark, appreciate it? you, man. Appreciate right. you jumping in, buddy. Vince, that's it, man. Why don't you take us out of here? I will do that. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on a bit 
of a somber post-game show, uh, rightfully so. Uh, look, season is still the, – the, can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, folks. Like, mm-hmm. there, there is still something to play for, okay? And I'm still happy that Notre Dame doesn't have a conference championship to play for. I'll just say that. So thank you for joining us. Make sure you hit that like button on your way out, guys. We'd really appreciate it. We had a great crowd in here the entire time. You guys came, some of you to complain, well, most of you to complain, but yeah, we, feel we do you. it as a community, man, because we were complaining too. So I appreciate all of you for that we're doing it like adults. Thank yeah. you for that. I appreciate it. Because 99% know do. We tend to react to the one, the dumb ones, but most right. of y'all were under, you guys were great. Thanks. And look, hey, tailgaters, Vince. Yeah, Appreciate that was y'all fun. very much, man. That was, that was look, great. look, Brian's mom. Shout out to Brian's mom for the spread that was out there. I'm assuming she had the that's very most stuff. to do with that, not you. Oh yeah, she made all of it. Well, okay, my grandma I just made to make the sure. potato salad. My grandma okay. made the potato salad. Okay, but my mom made okay. the rest of it. Yeah. It was it was one heck of a spread, man. I was full to the brim, and it was fantastic. We had a great time meeting everybody and seeing everybody was there. Uh, we'll see if we do another one this year, but that one was way more people awesome, came by man. today than we saw it was last year's for sure. Awesome. It we are awesome. going to tailgate for USC as well, but it'll be a little, okay. Bit. My mom's my, the deal with my mom is I would let her do two get two tailgates this year, but only if she was only, if she only catered one. Cause it's, I mean, it's a lot uh, of work. Yeah, it's man. a lot it's, of work. Yeah. You know, for sure. And it's, I mean, she was in the hospital a week and a half ago. You're talking about like right. rule number 76. No, she's playing yeah. champ. Like mom was in the hospital like two right. weeks ago. Remember, it was right. after we finished the NC state post game show Vince. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and, uh, you and I, uh, yeah, just got done with the pond. For, no, we were finished upon further review. Yeah. That's what my dad was. walks in. So we're done. He's like, oh, I'm taking your mom to the hospital it's two weeks ago. Yeah. So, and then she just catered a big old tailgate. So that lady, right. That's, yep. that's an amazing lady. No doubt about yeah. that. So hit that like button on the way out, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell guys. And, uh, tell your friends about us. You know, I think, uh, I think this was a very interesting game. I will just say that. Congratulations to Archer, man. We love having you around, and your team won the game, man. So congratulations to you, sir. But uh, Notre Dame needs to turn the page. They got a really good Duke team on the road coming up. So uh, they got practice tomorrow. We've got a pond for the review tomorrow, Brian. We're going to watch the film. We're going to dive in. We're going to tell you what we see. And uh, then we turn the page to Duke as well. So um, stay locked in, folks, because the season is not over. Take a breath. 24-hour rule, people. 24-hour mm-hmm. rule and come back. Come back and, and be excited. So uh, for Ryan and Brian, I'm Vince. We'll talk to you next time on the Irish Breakdown Podcast, which will be tomorrow at 8 o'clock. <laughs>